This episode is brought to you by the following patrons. Cody, Ali, Jeremy, Mr. Ragebomb, Alex, Shining Donut 911, Nathan, Jennifer with a PH, Bo Easy, Lauren, Wes, Dreskel, Libby, Aaron, Jonathan, Tia, Danielle, Amy, Dave, Scott, Kate, Isaac, and Karoon. And all the patrons want you to know you're loved, you're listened to, and you're a valuable member of this awesome Horror Virgin community. And if you want to hang out with us, do so in the Facebook group and Discord servers where we hang out daily. Predator 2 is low-key one of the best movies ever made. <laughs> no, Mikey. <laughs> it's, look, you haven't seen it. You don't understand. It's like if a Predator landed during L.A. before they go to Demolition Man. Like, as Sylvester Stallone drops down on that compound. So you mean L.A. now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's a <horrible> place to be. <laughs> And then one of the cops in Predator 2, she's pregnant, so he doesn't hunt her. Oh, interesting. Does he just hunt her baby? Is that what it is? No, he like <laughs> zooms in with his Predator vision, and she, he's like, she's pregnant. We can't hunt her. And he says, it's a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdest gender reveal ever. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into Horror Virgin. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm Todd. And joining us today, we have... I'm Blaine. Blaine! Blaine! Yay! I like how like Mikey that energy brought into that. I wanted some of that. Yeah. I'm Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> What's up? What's up? I just spent $50 on uh, fall and Christmas coffee supplies at the grocery store. So I feel Aww. I got peppermint mocha. I got pe- pumpkin spice. I got dark roast stuff. I'm ready for cold weather. It's 96 degrees today. Oh, my God. We went to Starbucks today, a group of us, and like it was the busiest I've ever seen. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is this like a lunch rush? Pumpkin Spice. Pumpkin Spice lunch. I missed it. Yeah. And this week, we watched Prey. So have you guys seen this movie before? I mean, it just came out this year. My first time was last night. I waited. You saved yourself for this movie, I waited, yeah. I honestly couldn't save myself. I've watched it three times as of about 45 minutes ago when I finished it the third time. I also have watched it three times. I was trying to save myself, Paige. I'm just not a good delayed gratification guy. I had like a bad day and I was like, I'm going to watch this movie. Yeah. And it was, it blew my mind how better than I was expecting it to be because on paper, any sort of, well, first, Predator sequels to me have not, except for Predator 2, lived up to- Except for Predator 2. (laughs) (laughs) There's like five others after Predator 2. Isn't Alien versus Predator like the biggest one of all of the sequels? No. it's Here you go. It's Predator. Predator 2, Alien vs. Predator, Alien vs. Predator Requiem, Predators, and then The Predator, Shane Black directed, and then Prey. Yes. It's a seven. So the Alien vs. Predator movies are trash. Predators is okay, and The Predator, I hated it so much and a I lot of didn't want did. to. <laughs> a yeah. lot of people did. <laughs> I just looked it up. Alien versus Predator made the most money out of all of the yeah. Predator movies. Wow, okay. Not anymore. Prey just surpassed it, allegedly, for scores and they're Good. suspecting that the actual money that Hulu has made from streams and ads has now surpassed. Good. Dude, AVP yeah. came out during that like really weird time where I think they were kind of figuring out cinematic universes, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think so they did like Freddy versus Jason and like there was all of these like versus kind of things. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing Alien vs. Predator in film like in theaters. I fucking loved it, man. I haven't seen it like since, but Oh really? I was I was wild about it. I saw it in theaters and I was like, hmm. So that was a thing. Okay. I think when I saw it, I was probably like Middle school to early high school. Probably early high school. Yeah, I think it came out when I was in high school. 2004. I was 14. Yeah. I just think if you're going to do an Aliens versus Predator, you have to have 
space marines and it's got to be in the future and it's got to be off earth that's just my opinion it's a better way to do that i do think there's a case for a good alien versus predator movie off earth like that yes 100 percent. i think there's not a case for two being on earth (laughs) yeah that's true (laughs) (laughs) it's weird because i mean i quote predator all the time my dog's named dutch after the lead character but i actually quote alien versus predator sometimes too because there's this one where she's like bringing out a gun and the guy's like why are you bringing a gun to the north pole or whatever the antarctica and she was like I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. And I was like, that's going to stick with me. And to this day, like I said that like a week ago, I was like, rather have it than not need it. About a gun in the North Pole. (laughs) Fun fact, I've never seen that movie, but I say that shit all the time. Yeah, Yeah. just good advice. Yeah, it is just good advice. So when was the first time you saw Prey? Oh, I mean, I saw it on launch. I had a really fun story about it too. When I found out it was coming out, I just showed my girlfriend Predator and she liked it and she knows it's just my favorite movie. I found out that Prey was coming out. She doesn't really keep in marketing materials, movies and stuff like that. So like things will come out and she won't know. And I said, whatever you do, don't look into whatever Prey is. And she didn't watch any trailers or see any posters. So I sat her down and the first time she watched it, she had no idea it was a Predator movie. Oh my God, that's That's amazing. Man, girlfriends sound great. (laughs) How did she react when she realized it was a Predator movie? So, I mean, do we want to get into spoilers? Is that... Oh yeah, we're going to go through the whole plot. That's one of the reasons we don't do it immediately when it comes out. Okay, so it's the part when you see, like, I think it's like a tilting shot from the ground up as he's decloaking and yeah. you hear mm-hmm. the yeah the yep. clicks mm-hmm. yeah and i was like looking over i was like kind of side-eyeing her because you saw a spaceship <laughs> earlier and she was just like huh what is that but when that happened she was like oh it's it's that guy <laughs> <laughs> i like referring to predator as that guy that's great yeah yeah it's that guy and then she asked if arnold was in this and i was like no no, he is not, because <laughs> no. this takes place in, like, 1719 or something 17, like that. 1719. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. So what did you guys think about it the first time you saw it? Magnifique. Yeah. I loved it a lot. Oh, yeah. This is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to make you guys so mad. For me, this is not just the best Predator movie I've ever seen. It's also the best movie I've seen this year. Oh. Um, that part doesn't make me mad. Uh, yeah, that part doesn't make me mad. Uh, for yeah. me, this is equal with Original Predator, I think. Like, I would never say it's better than Original Predator. I would. But I would say that they're different enough movies that I find them on equal plane. Yeah, I mean, I will say Original Predator is a better action movie. Yeah. This one's a better full-on just movie movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could watch this movie way more times than I could watch the original Predator unless I was high. Then I would want to do the original Predator. Oh, no, man. Original Predator is yeah. fucking fun. Predator it's I so watch, fun. like, once every six <laughs> yeah. months. The original yeah. Predator is, like, the action movie. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a better action movie than this. I just feel like this is a much better story than the original Predator. I don't know about that. I'm not at all surprised by that, Mikey. I think it's, but I think it's really good. I think the rewatchability is really good. I, I was very surprised by this sequel. Like, it's well shot. It's well acted. Yeah. It feels like a Predator movie, if that makes sense. And I haven't felt like that since I've watched Predator 2. <laughs> he's, he's dropping that. He keeps dropping that. Yeah, it seems like Mikey's trying to work in the fact that he wants to do Predator 2 at some point. I I can't yeah, really we'll tell. It but... Eventually. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, and I'll come back for that. But, no, I loved it. As, like, a standalone, just a movie. Loved Great. it. I thought that was, like, yeah. this is cool. This is good horror. This is good action. But then as like a Predator franchise film, like they did so much to respect the source material. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also like 
all of the things that they touched upon, like, you know, indigenous people and stuff like that and how respectfully they handled everything. And like they have uh, what is it? The uh, is it a Comanche cut of the, the film? Yes, yeah. that's actually the one I watched. I watched oh, really? the Comanche cut. Mm-hmm. I've seen the Comanche cut of it, too. I wish they had. And I realize this would take so much more time and cost a lot of money. But I wish they had done one where the Comanche cut was actually like them speaking Comanche yeah. on screen instead of them overdubbing the English words that they then, you know, they shot in the moment when they were actually shooting the film. Like I realized that would probably cost not twice as much, but a lot of money to do that. But mm. I wish it had been that. I bet if they knew it was going to be this popular, they would have done it, but it's such yeah. On paper, a Predator sequel is risky now, or it was. Dude, so many things to talk about in that regard, because I I tweeted this. It is such a bummer that this had to come out after The Predator. Yeah. And I think they played it safe by releasing it on Hulu because the last one bombed so hard. It's such a disservice to this movie that it didn't get a theatrical release. This movie literally kills the, the Predator in all regards. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 leaps and bounds better. The other one seems like a porn parody. Yeah, <laughs> it, it did. So this movie, a lot, a lot of people don't know, this movie has actually been in pre-production for six years. So like it actually predated the last Predator sequel, but it was still being written. And the original plan was to attach a trailer to the last Predator sequel that literally included no like no indication that it was a Predator movie just to present it as if it was like a historical epic and then at the end she looks up into the sky and sees the ships you realize it's the next Predator movie Dude. but then that movie did so bad in early screenings they pulled it so like that like that's part of why this movie then takes an extra year yeah. or so and that totally tracks with the director Dan Trachtenberg did 10 Cloverfield Lane mm-hmm. and the Cloverfield stuff is all about that really weird kind of marketing Mm -hmm. with like a lot of mysteries and stuff so like like okay it wasn't a good movie do you remember the cloverfield paradox yeah Yeah. do you remember that two hours between the super bowl halftime show and when you turned on cloverfield paradox where you're like there's another cloverfield movie like yeah cloverfield lane that was so cool and that i think that that's kind of like that director's kind of thing too that was 100 percent what he was trying to do and he was trying to hide it from everybody. He wanted nobody to know this was a Predator movie un- like until the last possible moment. Sick. Like one of the working titles that he used to hide the movie under was just Skull, which is so great, That's like cool. knowing the Predator mythology. But he also didn't tell the actors they were auditioning for a Predator movie. He told them it was literally just a historical epic until they like got to set. <laughs> what a dream. Like, By the way, what a dream. Dude. It's a predator movie. <laughs> Technically, it wasn't a lie. I mean, it is a historical. It is epic. a historical. Epic. It just, yeah. you know, really I mean, but I want to see like like predators like or not predators, but like one predator like fighting through time. I think, I think that would be fun. Like, I don't know, just like killing Napoleon and shit like that. Like, well, I think predator <laughs> as a concept is so much easier to write films like that for besides mm. like, besides aliens and, and, so, and like other franchises because it's really original and interesting and it has you know that that idea that there's this species that for fun just goes to other planets and hunts things Mm. is a super cool concept i mean that's not a foreign concept like humans do that like we go to like there how many douchebags do you know like well i don't know them personally but you see like people roasting them on twitter where they'll like go to africa and shoot like endangered species because they're terrible people like that shit that we do yeah i thought i thought about that when i watched this i was like are these like the like the far right weird hunters yes. of the species yeah. where like they're like the the, the songwriters are like being like those damn <laughs> 
They go to these indigenous planets <laughs> where these people don't even have space travel and they exploit them. It reminded me of a film that Jake and I watched recently, Hard Target with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Where they're hunting people in New Orleans. I love it. When Mikey started talking about this predator being like the right wing weirdo hunter type, I just immediately saw the opposite of that, which was like the Bernie Sanders type yes, of predator. The far left yeah, predators. Which would have been like amazing. <laughs> I want to see yeah, like the, that. The laser comes out and it just like <laughs> shoots resources at them. The AOC predator has a heart shaped laser. The net the predator <laughs> uses in this one that like chops that dude up. Instead oh, of it being so like, crazy. I know it was an awesome shot, but instead of it being that the Bernie Sanders predator would just shoot like an actual safety net at people. Like here is <laughs> like, government safe. housing. Here's a <laughs> basic income. Here's a good minimum wage. It's not like they're hunting deer or anything. It's like, they're like, I want to go hunt like sentient beings that aren't capable of space travel. Yeah. Well, yeah, I kind of love that this movie shows the escalation of the hunting where it's like, he it's like he finds other predators and is like what's hunting what yeah he sort of works his way up the food chain and then finally makes his way up to man yes yeah which is very interesting although yeah. he's still fucking cheating like i don't know i've never seen a snake be invisible or a wolf be invisible <laughs> or a man be invisible cut to predators um that's like, called camouflage and all of those <laughs> things have it you know what i mean though like i think it's cool like i like the I don't know if they have like hard and fast rules and by them I mean the predators like when yeah. they're hunting. I don't know if they have like hard and fast rules but you see them very clearly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what those rules are though. Like, so it's I, like no weapons like if they are, aren't combatants yeah. then they kind of leave them alone. You yeah, know? then they leave them alone. Like if you're, if you're trapped mm-hmm. they leave you alone. So like when they put them out for bait he was never going to kill them as bait. It's like honor. Yeah. yeah, but it's also like he looks at like what weapons they're using and tries to match that as much as he can with his own weaponry which I think is right. sort of cool but like he also is just like fucking invisible which is cheating in my book but whatever if I had the ability to be invisible and I was hunting a predator I would be invisible I, I, I'm like burning through fun facts right now he's not invisible to the snake oddly enough that's right oh. because snakes see in thermovision so the snake can see him no matter what that's why the snake reacts cool interesting that's a really good fun fact though because I did not know that yeah. dude this this predator took so much punishment too like way more yeah. than the Arnold one did yeah I don't think this is like a top tier predator I think they're like a 17 year old you know yeah I'm with you <laughs> I'm like his dad dropped him off like he's like I'm gonna go to the most fun planet where they have like guns instead you're gonna go here with these people can't even fucking hurt you like just go to go to town kill anything you want see i'll pick you up in four days i thought that as our history progressed so did their weapons and body armor to go hunting against us i don't know because they could still travel in space i mean yeah if we want to go by the logic of the predator the predator's species is evolving constantly by like the right. things that they pick up and hunt because like that's something that they revealed in the last one because they wanted let's not t- I, I i just I, I don't know if we can do that <laughs> But, but but basically, though, like, that's why his mandibles are, like, further apart than the one that we see, like, you know, the other one where it's, like, a little bit more on the mouth. Like, yeah. you mm-hmm. can assume that he's they've evolved in the 300 years or so. In my headcanon, it's like people. They all look kind of different. Yeah. Dude, that was the weirdest thing. I saw complaints about a female lead, and then I saw complaints about the 
they ruined the predator's look. I was like, this one looked awesome. I'd rather have this guy than the exact same predator every time. Yeah. Why yeah. can't they look? Why, there's subspecies of a lot of different animals, and and people look different. Like Todd, like he looks way different. <laughs> I also I loved having a, a female protagonist. I I connected with her so much more, and I thought her story was so compelling. I was here for lady killing predator like all day long. And especially at the end when she's like wearing his blood and carrying Fuck his yeah, head. I, was dude, like, I love that part. Fucking badass. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was sick. I'm not at all surprised to hear that people were complaining about it being a woman who killed the predator. But like that's like the dumbest complaint I've ever heard, especially when yeah. it's an awesome movie and she like doesn't overpower the predator because Arnold couldn't even overpower the predator. She had to beat it like just by outsmarting it, which so did Arnold. She like kills it more or less the same way Arnold did. I think, which I think is awesome. Yeah. But also are these idiots never heard of like Sarah Connor or, or Ripley. Ripley? For, yeah, yeah. Like, right. Thank you. Like a strong female protagonist is not a new concept in action movies. They're using like their wits over the brawn and like predator and <laughs> predator one Wiped out like SEAL Team Six, essentially. You know, like, yeah. Well, and the indigenous version of that in this movie too. Like it wipes yeah, out Comanche like, Team Six. Yeah, like got wiped yeah. out in this movie. Or even more impressive in Predator Two, he kills drug dealers. Oh, the cartel. Yes, he was Reagan's answer to the war on drugs. Yeah. If you want to talk about the most dangerous people in Los Angeles, I mean, like, you found them. What Rick's really excited, because it is connected to Predator 2, is that it really implies that there'll be another encounter with this protagonist. Based on that ending credit sequence, yeah. Oh, but also, like, yeah, okay, sorry. Yeah, because the gun has to go back to the Predators. Right. I think, I wonder if they left that open-ended, or I wonder, I would way more strongly like to see, like, Vikings in yes. Samurai. Yeah, like a yeah, different, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong. The girl who played the main character in this was awesome. I'd love to see her in more things. Oh, yeah. But I would love to see a Predator movie where he is fighting Vikings or, right. you know, Napoleon's army or whatever. Like, I don't really care where, just like throughout history. Samurais would be cool, too. Middle Earth. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> get Predator versus Gandalf the White, the hey! White Wizard page. <laughs> No, no, no. I want Gandalf versus Hobbits. They have to outsmart him before breakfast. <laughs> one, one more thing before we jump in. Sure. Who, okay, which versions did we watch? So I watched Comanche. Did everyone else watch English? I've seen both. You've seen both? I watched English. English mm -hmm. version because I didn't know until after the fact when I was seeing tweets about it that there was a Comanche version. There was a Comanche. Okay. In everyone's version, did anyone have the French subtitled into English? No, it's French in all of the versions. Okay, I'm just double double check with everybody. Okay, so that means I was the only person to understand what the French people were saying. No, because body language is like 90% of communication, so I got the point. I heard one of them say shit in French before he go. got married or whatever. Yeah. 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 That was the best, like that was another really smart thing that they did. Cause I was like, I wonder if they're gonna run into like colonists or whatever. And right. yeah, I guess the French are, but like yeah. you it doesn't break the immersion that you're with this indigenous tribe and then you meet these outsiders who are speaking some shit language right it's so freaking cool they did everything right fucking french it is a shit language <laughs> <laughs> well you encounter them the way she does where like she wouldn't understand what they said so they're just saying it so like unless you happen to also speak or read french if you have subtitles on you don't understand what they're saying there is a whole second subplot in their conversation. I really like that, though. I like that I had no yeah. idea what they were saying and I could just see what they were doing based upon their yeah. body language or, you know, they're, it's pretty clear what they're trying to do. It is very much like, you know, take advantage of this indigenous like woman and her dog and all of that shit. Right. And then, 
you just don't know what they're talking about. So like when we get to that point, Paige, I'll fill you in. You should tell us what that subplot is. Yeah, because I'm super interested in that yeah. little Easter egg, I guess, for French speakers. I will say that that group of French dudes seems very Les Mis. <laughs> <laughs> you mean Les Miserable, Mikey? <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, they are now because they're dead. Yeah. Well, I think they seemed pretty Les Miserable before they died. They seemed pretty Les Shitty. <laughs> uh, they were about to be very rich before they died. Did they find like, well, we can talk about it when we get to it. I actually am very interested in that, though. Pelts were worth a lot back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So jumping right in. So we open on voiceover that says a long time ago, it said a monster came. And then we get establishing shots of the woods, the camp with all of their tents for their tribe. Uh, and we hear footsteps and someone kicks her to wake her up, which I believe it's her brother every morning or most mornings, sometimes her mom that kicks her to wake her up. Yeah. But I felt bad every time it happened to her. Oh, dude, that would be the worst way to wake up. You're like, yeah, oh, that'd be shit. terrible. Uh, my mom would pour water on me because I would have a hard time going to high school. I'm sorry, so. pour water on you? Yeah, my yeah, mom like used to do that water. to me too. Mm-hmm. Cold water. Yeah. Wow. wow. Okay. I've always been a morning person. I'm aggressively not. Like, oh, I could yeah. stay awake literally almost 24 hours. But if I go to sleep at any point during that, I'm hell to wake up after. Yeah. So uh, so she gets up. She goes outside just as the sun is coming up. And we watch as she gathers flowers and digs up a sweet potato. And she and her dog start to hunt a deer in the woods using her tomahawk. And she's basically throwing it and retrieving it. But she can't move it fast enough to get that deer, essentially. That was a cool-ass shot, though. And when she's, like, throwing it against the trees, the sound of that is just really fucking cool. Because you hear it, like, whipping through the air. And then the shunk when it hits the tree is so... Like, it's just satisfying. I don't know how else to say it. Yeah. It's a satisfying sound. Doesn't she also, like, it kind of shows, like, from an early start, because you're, you're doing a lot of character building at this point. She kind of separates from the group of gatherers to just yep. go do this thing that she's clearly probably not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I thought was, like, that's a good character moment. There's actually a really, yeah. really cool shot where she has decided that she's not going to gather that next morning. I think it's actually in a few mornings. But you see all the gatherers getting up and walking one direction at a tent. And she goes the other direction. Well, initially she gets up and follows them with the same bags sort of thing that they have. And then she's like, she doesn't say this, but she's like, fuck it, I'm a hunter, I'm going hunting. So she goes yeah. back to her tent, grabs her shit, and then walks the other direction. You see them walking past each other. I love that yep. shot. It's so good. Yeah. Well, and the overhead shot of that as she walks past them and then into the woods is so great. So so many of the overhead shots in this are so great. So as they're moving through and tracking this deer, which we do see this is our first indication that she's a really good tracker, her dog triggers a bear trap, which she Mm. then releases him from and puts some of the flowers she's been gathering on his tail, which seems to help remember that trap when we get to later because that is part of the French storyline. Oh, because they're trapping like for pelts. They've been hunting her for days. Really? Oh. Yes. Why? Okay, well, well, I can't wait. We'll get to it. Yeah, let's get to it. I'm telling you, like this is what I was like, when I realized that no one else had like gotten any indication of what was happening with the French people, I was like, Oh my God, what? There's like a whole extra story here. Yeah, I just thought they were being fucking French. You know, the French are just always hunting You know humans. the French. Yeah, they're fucking like, French. It's like what they do. Smelling. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> fucking snail eating bastards. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, can we, can we pause real quick to do a quick USA chant? Is, is anybody else feeling that? <laughs> USA! 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 I'm sorry, USA! please stop. <laughs> oh yeah! 
Yes, Macho Man. Yeah, Wait, that yeah. is Mikey's most American sound. <laughs> uh, we see her kind of crest a hill, uh, and she looks up into the sky, and through the clouds, we see something coming through, and it looks like a ship, or at least what we would understand to be a ship. And then we get the first title card, Prey. I think you mean weather balloon. <laughs> 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 What you're seeing is the refraction <laughs> off like, of the yeah, stratosphere. Sure, sure, sure. Swamp gas. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. definitely swamp gas. Yeah. It's a suspicious cloud that hasn't moved for days. You know, don't worry about it. <laughs> what are you, an ufologist? Get over it. <laughs> well, I, I'm just now realizing that I said that and you probably haven't seen the movie I'm referencing. <laughs> we won't reference the title, so it's all good. Yeah, we good. It's a good one. Wait till that episode. Now I'm always going to have that in the back of my mind. What what movie is it? <laughs> it's like next week. You're going to find we out later. Oh. Hey, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. And if you don't know, you didn't get anything spoiled. Okay, so <laughs> we get a voiceover or at least an off screen that will eventually be on screen from her brother, Tabe, where he's basically saying, I remember when I went for my big hunt, which is basically the trial, yeah. and you went to gather medicine and he's basically telling her like everything got wet uh you were sleeping it was terrible and as he's telling her we watch as an eagle snatches a fish out of the river and flies such a and cool he shot. just angles up and just shoots that eagle out of the sky it is amazing <laughs> like, yeah. so cool looking <laughs> i really like how this sets up their relationship because he does seem very protective of her yes and mm-hmm. like i think of he's a very good brother in this movie i, I don't think anyone would argue with, well, with yeah, that absolutely but yeah. she was tracking that hawk she was yeah. aiming at it the whole time and he pops up and shoots it like it's nothing and i'm sure she right. could have shot it too but when it falls that's big brother energy it right is there. because it's really dumb she was like <laughs> i was gonna wait till i came back on this side of the river to shoot it now you have to cross the river to go get it and he's like, yeah, fuck. I mean, he doesn't say that. <laughs> That's but. only something a younger sibling would say after you've shot their eagle. You know, <laughs> like they weren't thinking that. They're like, oh, I'm really upset. I was waiting for it to come back from the river. Like, okay, I'm just gonna walk and get it. Okay. Mikey, yeah. it's clear that you don't have any childhood trauma that you need to work through. Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> I went to a professional conference today and presented the same hotel my dad shot his own hand at. So like... Well, do you well, want to talk about that on the show? Because I don't think we've ever talked about the time your dad shot himself on accident. We cut Did it we out not? of that episode. No, we cut it. You told me to cut it out of the episode, Mikey. <laughs> your dad fucking shot himself in the hand. We got to save it. To, we got to put it on an episode where it matches better, I guess. Oh, yeah, because there's no violence <laughs> in this movie at all or gunplay at all. Let's, in this save, it. Movie. Let's save it for Christmas. What the Christmas? <laughs> well, it happened at Christmas. So this is a teaser for our special Christmas episode, Silent Light, Deadly Night 2. We'll all tell that story. Anyway, this is where she tells her brother that she's seen the Thunderbird, which we know is a spaceship because we have seen other Predator films. Or a kick-ass car. <laughs> Just a flying Thunderbird. <laughs> Actually, the Thunderbirds are like, there's like a trick jet squadron called the Thunderbirds, isn't there? Uh-huh. Thundercats, I think is what you're referring to. <laughs> yeah, Lion-O and such. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Thunderbirds are the Air Force version of... Blue Angel. The Blue Angels, yeah. So the Blue Angels are the Navy... Thunderbirds with an Air Force. Boom, I was right. Either way, I don't think our main character saw the Air Force trick jet fly to, f- flying around. So, like, I think it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She basically says, I'm ready for my trial. And he's like, are you? Are you ready to hunt something that's hunting you? Basically, not something that you have just stalked and followed and tracked, but something that's hunting you back. It's like the difference between hunting a deer or hunting a lion or a mountain lion, which is what they try and hunt later on. Yeah. Uh, And we do get the title card that lets us know that this is the Northern Great Plains in 1719. Yeah. 
So she comes back to the camp with her dog. She grabs firewood. She mashes up the flowers and herbs. Uh, she cooks the fish that they caught from shooting that eagle. I think she just picked up the fish and her brother brings home the eagle. Um, <laughs> and she gives the dog the little, like the fish tail. And we find out that her mother is kind of the medicine person for their tribe. So she's actually having her gather flowers for the chief's knee. There's something wrong with his knee. But that's probably why she would know so much about medicine right. of the day, right? Because her mom is the person you would go to to heal sort of everything that's not like an inconsequential scrape or whatever. Right. Um, she's also sharpening her axe. And yeah. this is where her mom is like, you're so good at a lot of things. Why are you hunting? You're not good at it. Which, of course, is the one thing you say to somebody to make them be like, I'm going to be the best at it. Like, yeah. it's, it's the Boogie Nights <laughs> moment. Like, I'm going to be a star i'm gonna hunt <laughs> i never thought that someone would compare prey to boogie nights but i see how you got there and you're right thank you i just didn't think it was possible yeah mark Wahlberg almost stopped 9-11 sorry go ahead yeah he all if he had been on that plane things would have gone different that's all and i'm we saying wouldn't have had Wahlburgers. so i mean you tell me wait he almost stopped how big is his dick he he has claimed frequently that he would have taken down the hijackers which you know i feel like no one can officially actually say that and mean it i feel like that's just somebody feeding their ego there was one plane where they did fight back and they it crashed sort of in the like in an inconsequential area so like those people are fucking heroes but i mean like yeah, I mean, you're not going to win in that situation. It's a shitty situation. Did he really say that? He yes, did. multiple times. Oh. And it's bullshit to like look back at history and be like, I could have, you know, like if it was me, I would have defeated Napoleon. Like, yeah, it, it's also kind of like he's calling the people on the planes that hit the towers like yeah, they were pussies. Like, that's like what he's saying. Almost. Yeah. Like, why didn't they try harder? And it's like, oh, dude, you're being hijacked. Oh. What are we doing? <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I just, Boogie Nights to 9-11. Here we go. <laughs> Connect the dots. <laughs> it was all Pierce Brosnan's fault. Wait, 9-11 was an outside job, Mikey. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we watch as that ship drops off the Predator. Yeah. She's out gathering more of those flowers for her mom when she hears a bunch of noise from the camp. So she goes back and finds out that a mountain lion took one of her brother's friends. So they go out into the woods. She's not supposed to go. She sneaks and goes anyway. That happened to one of my brothers, but it was a cougar. (laughs) Did he shoot himself in the hands as well? No. What was her name, Janice? It was. Wait, did they survive? Was this a joke? I can't tell if this is like... That was a joke! He's like a cougar, like an older lady. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> Welcome Damn to our conversation! <sighs> I can see how this is going to go. Oh, God. That's a strike. <laughs> no, that's a home run. <laughs> anyway, as the hunting group is out in the forest, they hear movement behind them, and she comes out from behind a tree, and they're like, we almost shot you. <laughs> go home. We don't need somebody to cook for us. I love that he says, you're going to get shot sneaking up on people like that. And she's like, I wasn't sneaking. Like, yeah, she's like, I'm joining this hunting party. Y'all can eat a dick about it, but I'm here to stay. And he does sort of the indigenous equivalent of get back in the kitchen. And she's like, yeah. no, go fuck yourself. This is what's up. And I was like, 18th century equivalent to make me a sandwich. Yeah, yep. I-, I loved it. I was here for it. Also, because you sort of know that everyone else except for her is probably going to die. So you're yeah. like, OK, yeah. the people there are Really establishing as like not villains, but like I would say not having 2022 morals, you know, or like right. views on how you treat women like they're definitely going to die. 
Right. But I also like that her brother sticks up for her here. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, she's actually a really good tracker and she can help us treat our friend who is very likely injured, if not dead. So like we need her. Essentially, we should bring her. At least she's a valuable member of this community and she provides that value with us too. I I do love that he walks over to her and like talks to her one on one. He's like, I know you'll find it. And she's like, I will. And he goes, I know because you have to. Yeah. Basically, don't let me down. That's like big brother energy. Like I stood up for you. Don't fuck this up. Fuck it up. (laughs) (laughs) Now, meanwhile, we cut away to some ants crawling up the invisible predator's leg, which I did love. Very cool. It's such a cool, like, they do a lot of really cool effects with the sort of invisibility function. Well, because they've gotten yeah. way better at it oh, than they yeah. used to be. <laughs> so, also, really quick, do you think that that is supposed to be an interpretation of a more like archaic version of the cloaking? Or do you think that that's how they would have done it if they had Predator, like the 80s one? I think that's how the 80s one would have done it this I way if they too. could. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Although yeah. I don't hate your that what you just said, like it could be that as well, you know, because this is 300 years before the original Predator was supposed to have happened, right? So like technology might have yeah. changed. All right, it looked cool. It looked very. It cool. did look very cool. Uh, so we see a mouse kind of scurry past the Predator, and a rattlesnake eats the mouse. But then the rattlesnake senses the Predator, and we watch the Predator decapitates the snake pulls out its spine and skins it in like one motion yeah (laughs) just immediately a bloodbath so we cut back to the hunting party and they have found a pile of essentially like mountain lion poop and we also see blood on the leaves so she has actually successfully tracked their friend yeah she finds finds him and he's breathing. So they make a stretcher to bring him back. But he's got bad cuts. But as she's kind of looking at everything around it, she says, well, what scared the cat? Like, why did the cat leave? Yeah, because the cat essentially had that guy dead to rights. Like he was right. yeah. almost he's almost dead when they find him, you know, so like, yeah. it would have been easy mm-hmm. to finish the job and then eat, you know, for the cat. But the cat did yeah. bolt. So, like, who's chasing the cat? Like, what's going on there? You also love to see a really smart protagonist, like, almost, like, detective-level skills mm-hmm. in, like, of deduction. Yeah. So, like, for her to put all that stuff together, you're like, hell yeah. Like, I'm so on board with this person. Yeah. And the more that they, like, try to, like, dunk on her and stuff like that, then the more she, like, overcomes it. It's like, you. she's really winning you over in this first act. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, because everyone is, like, shitting on her and telling her she can't do anything, but she is consistently... Proving to them that she can. Just like middle school. Yeah, well, and I think she knows also, she's like a, a mountain lion, like a full-grown mountain lion, which is what it would take to carry a person off like this, is not going to be scared of our hunting party because we will kill it, but it could definitely kill us. It's not going to run off from a kill yeah. because we're here. And it clearly has run off before we got here. So what's big enough to scare it Yeah, yeah. is kind of her question. And no one else seems to care. They're basically just going to go after the cat. Well, if you pause the who movie right then in the background if you look carefully there's actually a giant ball of yarn rolling down that mountain <laughs> <laughs> stupid the predator's just in a tree with like a like a, the end of the yarn like <laughs> it's chasing the red lasers <laughs> oh, oh missed opportunity <laughs> 
Holy shit. So what happened was that poop they found was the predator taking a dump. And then the, the cat came up to see what was going on. And he didn't have time to kill the cat. So he shined his laser. Yeah, he shined his right laser. Off his and laser. Yeah. It off. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what that's it was. Great. I love it. Also, uh, speaking of, I, I mentioned trolls grasping at straws to find criticisms for this movie. Another one that I saw was like, a lion in the Great Plains? Do they not know biology? And I was like, it's a mountain lion. It's, yeah, it's a mountain I, lion. I thought that was clear. It's a mountain. They call it a lion. But like we all know, it's a mountain lion. Well, because they yeah. haven't seen the other types of lions, you don't have right. to name it a mountain lion because they haven't seen another lion. It's yeah. just the lion. Yeah. Well, and they call it the cat through most of it. They refer to it as the cat, a big cat. And I'm like, dude, there's there's mountain lions in California that'll fuck you up. Like, yep. of course, there are ones in the Great Plains. Like, we have mountain lions here too. There's also a lot of cougars in this area, Mikey. So I'm surprised <laughs> you're not doing a little bit better in that but like yeah that's a they're older women he's referring to <laughs> yeah i'm yeah. in on this joke blaine i don't date cats <laughs> have you thought about bringing yarn and a laser pointer on dates <laughs> that's how mikey gets away from the table though if, like it's not going well he just stops pooping and shines the laser so they run no. after that and he runs away but seriously i do bring a laser on dates to shine in their eyes so i can run away yeah and we wonder why he's single <laughs> mikey is single ladies and performing unlicensed lasik on ladies <laughs> I went out with Mikey, and now I can see 20% better. <laughs> yeah, you can see better guys. <laughs> yeah. At least 20% better. <laughs> Self-own. <laughs> no one dislikes me more than I do. <laughs> Isn't that always the way? Like, that's what I'm working on therapy, man. <laughs> All right, we need to back it off. We're having a fun time. So as they're carrying the injured friend off, she gives him a little bit of like a mushroom and some petals of the flowers she was collecting. Yeah. And we establish in this scene that it makes your blood run cold, essentially. And it calms a fever, essentially, if you have a fever, but it brings your body temperature down in general. Yeah. And as they're like walking that dude back through the jungle or not jungle, but like the woods, I guess. Uh, I really love, by the way, when they get there and they're like, oh, we need like a stretcher. And he like says stretcher or whatever in Comanche. And then they all like fan out and like build a stretcher from just shit they find in the woods. Like I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, what's what's cool is they like they brought a net and, and it seems like that net is specifically to be a stretcher like that's the goal and then once you get out there you cut the beams and then once you slide them into the net it's a stretcher i was like that's brilliant genius so i've been been watching this reality show alone on netflix about people surviving and then like watching someone like make a net and like do like i was utah the scene was amazing watching anybody do that i'm like wow i would die immediately oh man i am not built for the outdoors like that mikey have you ever seen the office episode where michael goes to the woods and dwight like follows him but like doesn't let himself be known and then he has to go out there and stop him from like eating something that would kill him. Yes. That would be me, but it would happen way faster. Like I would definitely die in the woods. Give me 30 minutes and I'll die in the woods. <laughs> On this little show, they like make their own little mini cabins with a fireplace. And I'm like, wow. You're like, I would burn that down. immediately. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I understand that you can do that. Like humans can do that, but that is not a skill that I was blessed with. No. Yeah, you podcast. Yeah. 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 I've got apocalypse <laughs> skills. I don't have camping skills. <laughs> you want me to whittle you a sure SM7B from shit I find in the like the woods? I can't do that. Oh my god, I just figured it out. For fun, I talk, and for work, I listen. Oh god, holy <laughs> like shit, the- Mikey! I am making you a shirt. 
That's amazing. That's a, quite the revelation yeah. you just had. You yeah. need a minute, Mikey? I don't, oh, man. Is that, is that why you're constantly... Is that why you don't listen here? Yeah, I was about to say that, Paige. Is that why you always constantly <laughs> cut us off and like don't know what we're talking about? And I'm not going to give this away for free, okay? What I get paid to do. Mikey, a lot of the women around Nashville know that you will give it away for free. Yeah, and by it, we mean balls of yarn and laser pointers. Yeah. Let's move on. Yeah. Naturally, yes. Really quick about the net and, and the stretcher, though. Yes. Not only are you building trust in the main character is qualified to hunt a predator, but also, like, showing that the tribe, like, they know their stuff. This is their yeah. moment to show, like, that they're like Arnold's crew. These guys are an elite hunting unit, and they are, like, very good at what they do. Yeah. Yeah, they they had a search and rescue mission. They've accomplished it, and now half of them are going to take that body back, and then the other half are going after that cat. Yeah, they're going right. to continue the hunt. Yeah, so they tell her to follow the body back, essentially, and she follows them with the stretcher for a little while, basically until he passes out on the stretcher, kind of. And then she immediately turns because she smells something off the trail and she sees the mouse and what's left of the snake. And this is where she's like, okay, what the fuck would stop a snake from eating this mouse? And then what would skin a snake like that? Like only we could really do that. Like a bear's not going to do that. Like who's going to skin the snake? And the blood's going up the tree too because she's like looking up the tree. Yeah, uh, mm. and she sees a footprint she doesn't recognize. So this is when she's like, okay, that something is up. And the other guys with the stretcher see the track and they're like, no, that's a bear. And she's like, that'd be a big bear. Like that that doesn't look like a bear. And why would it be on its hind legs? And who skins a snake? Like this doesn't make sense. And we do see the snake skeleton up in the tree. Yeah. Just like in previous Predator films. Yeah. So as they're making their way through the woods, she finds another track and she kind of breaks off from that group and runs into her brother. And he's like, why did you come back? And she's like, I found tracks and they're huge. I don't think it's the cat. I think you're hunting something else. And he's like, well, now we're here. We got to deal with it. So while we deal with this cat, keep your eyes open, essentially. Yeah. So they get to where they believe the cat is because we can see some of its kills and it seems to have all the right pieces for a cat's lair, if you will. So she proposes that they set a trap on one of the trees in the middle of all the kills. And when it comes to them, they're going to kind of lead the cat to the tree, then attack it from the tree. And this is now her trial, essentially, because she's leading this plan. Yeah. So they get to the tree and the other guy who is with her in the tree is not paying attention. And... Her brother is basically spreading blood to try and draw the cat. And because the other guy's not paying attention, the cat comes up quicker than they expect and just snatches him out of the tree. It's also the guy that he's talking the most trash. Yeah, he is talking the most trash. Yeah. Yeah. I love that because he's like giving her shit about how she shouldn't be out there. Like she's never going to be a good hunter or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then as he's talking, boom, that dude's fucking dragged into the woods and is killed by that cat. Yep. Yep. And then the cat jumps up onto the limbs and is literally advancing on her. And she has the spear, but the branch she's on is unstable. But as she's falling, she throws or stabs and does get the cat on the way down a little bit. We don't fully know exactly what happens, but she does at least strike on her way down. I do mm-hmm. like that her brother does eventually reveal that she did assist Mostly in killing kill the cat. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That yeah. it wasn't fully 
his kill you know right. she did assist with that it was like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i thought it was like both very kind to tell her that whether it was true or not considering the circumstances they're i think under. it was but yeah. i think it was true i mean i think you do sort of see it like spear the cat in this scene so like i feel like that is justification enough that we saw it but like i like that he says it to her if yeah. you're doing something with your siblings and they fall unconscious you take credit for everything that happened because <laughs> yeah, you're already going to get in trouble for your sibling being unconscious. So if anything good happens, you have to take full credit. Yeah. That's just the paradox of uh, being an older sibling. The rules of the forest. Right. But I can imagine like w- when it happened to you, you were the reason they were unconscious. Talk like that led to the unconsciousness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, fair enough. I'll keep my mouth shut. I'm not saying it's because she tried to stab me with some of the house keys and I javelined a broom at her and broke the coffee maker. Like, you know, you don't have to name an exact reason. Honestly, if you javelin throw a broom at somebody, as long as you yell, spear, while you're doing it, it's legal. You're allowed to do it. I didn't. I just hauled back and threw <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. And and I was a, a champion discus thrower at the time. So, like, I really shouldn't have been throwing things that were spear-like at people. That was It's dangerous. Lethal weapon in your hands. Yeah, my arms are registered weapons, like Conair. <laughs> you should have gone bristle side first. I should have. She's trying to hurt her, not give her a jaunty mustache, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's got very silly energy, and I'm here for it. Welcome to the horror virgin. That's like our wheelhouse. I never listen. <laughs> to, when she falls, though, isn't it because she's distracted in that moment? Yes, because there's the predator is like letting off fireworks across the way. <laughs> he is, yeah. He's throwing a fucking woods rave like uh, across the yeah. clearing. Yeah. Which tells me he's 17. Because he's by himself and he's drinking and like lighting fireworks off on his first night out. I mean, I'm surprised the cat wasn't more distracted because it was the lasers. It was his red laser yeah. that she's kind of seeing. Did yeah. we ever cover or did they ever uncover why that was? I guess it was, no. was it probably the French trappers that he was hunting or something. So, yes, th- this is subplot. Okay. For the French people. Okay, okay cool, okay, cool, 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 right. cool. Everybody shut up! Let me talk! <laughs> so the French trappers uh, have been tracking her and some of her other tribes people because they keep finding their traps set off. And they thought ah, it was her. Okay. So they'd been following her for days. And in doing so, they found the predator. And the predator has been killing a bunch of their men and also messing with their traps. But they didn't realize it was separate until they had already tracked her for a while and then saw him uncloak. So once they realize that he is separate, then they start tracking her and her brother to try and find them so that they can give them information about what they've learned about the Predator. So that's what we hear from them basically in those scenes is that they were initially tracking them to try and essentially kill them for ruining their traps, but then found the Predator and now are going to use them as bait, but also to try and find out things about the Predator. Dope. Love it. So yeah, it is probably the Trappers. Okay. Interesting. In part because we know from the next day, the field with all the buffalo lies kind of beyond that ridge where that forest is. And we also know that the Predator doesn't just hunt for furs. The Predator is hunting for honor and competition, right? Yeah. I mean, it only wants skulls and like spinal columns, right? It doesn't care about their skin, right? They're a race of chiropractors. (laughs) 
<laughs> they're not chiropractors, Mikey. What they are are the people who assemble those like skeletons for like your doctor's office, and they're right. like they're picking certain <laughs> bones to complete the set. Right. Yeah. But because when he encounters the buffalo later, he's upset. He it seems like the predator's upset by it because he's like, this is not honorable hunting. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's wasteful. Yeah. Yeah. It's wasteful. Yeah. Instead of the trappers, I think he was just having the lights go off and he was doing more of a trap house type deal. Over there. <laughs> I mean, that would be kind of fun if instead of fur trappers, it just was a, a team of trap musicians being like, we don't know what this thing with the lasers is, but like, we got to kill it. So the next morning she wakes up in her mother's tent and her mom is like, your brother brought you home and he went back out after the cat. But because you're here, that other guy made it back and he's alive. Like he survived that attack. Yeah. They made it back. And yeah, you're welcome. She then is like, I have to go after my brother because that cat, it's not just a cat. It is something else. Yeah. And her mom is like, well, if he needed you, he wouldn't have brought you back, essentially. Yeah. She's like, you can't go out because you probably have a you're concussion. A liability. They probably don't know yeah. what a concussion technically is, but like you can't go back because you, you couldn't handle it the first time. Like, don't go. That being right. said, I do like that she's not telling her not to go out because, like, she's concerned that she bonked her head. Like, I think that this also reveals how hard their culture like is. Mm-hmm. Like, she's yeah. not like, oh, my sweet daughter. Like, she doesn't give a fuck when she wakes up. It's like she just woke up from being asleep. Yeah. Like, right. they're they're so tough. Like, I, I love how they've established this tribe as just, like, a bunch of badasses. Yeah. Right. So uh, she hears noise from outside. She comes out and her brother comes back with the cat. And it is very dead. And the chief hands over essentially the mantle of being chief of the tribe to her brother. Her brother is now the new chief. I don't think he's the new chief. I think he's the war chief. War chief. Which is a different thing. Yeah. Yeah, that could be. That makes sense. Because I don't think a chief just going to lay down the chiefdom that quick. Although, also, I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. I do know that one of the other... One of the other guys says something about her brother being chief now, mm. and another one of the guys walks off upset. But it could be war chief. I I'm good with either interpretation essentially. Yeah, I kind of wish we had a scene with like the guy who had a bad knee about like what his deal was. Gout? No, <laughs> I no, don't no, know. Not, not to explain the bad knee. <laughs> oh, okay. But like to, just to be like the war chief situation. Like I was like, okay, football injury, uh, throwing discus. <laughs> That's mm. how I got my bad knees. <laughs> Their chief is actually Jim Thorpe, um, who uh, it was a very well-renowned yes. uh, indigenous athlete, and he just hurt yep. his knees. You know, it happens, man. Your knees get, go out on you. That's what it is. They do. They Fucking do. love Jim Thorpe. If you don't know anything about Jim Thorpe, he... W- to clarify, Jim Thorpe died a while back. Yes. The yes. actor is not Jim Thorpe. Oh, you are yes. making a joke. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm making a joke about one of the best athletes ever who was yes. uh, yeah. indigenous. He, I think he won a gold medal. Like they hated him because he was indigenous, like his own team when right. he was at the Olympics. And I, I may be remembering this a little bit wrong, but they threw away his cleats. So he found cleats that were different. Mismatched cleats. Yeah, mismatched yeah. cleats and still won the gold that year in whatever race he was running. Like yeah. he was that kind of athlete. Like There was no off season for Jim Thorpe. It was just another like, oh, I'm going to go from football to basketball now. Like, yeah, that guy's off. if you don't know who Jim Thorpe is, look him up. He was like Bo Jackson of his era. Yeah, he was. But there was also debates as to whether or not he would actually get those golds. And they were not reinstated until almost 100 years later in, uh, I believe, 2012. Yeah. yeah, I think that's when I actually 
was clued into who he was because I didn't know who he was until then, you know. Yeah, uh, he was stripped of his medals for breaking the amateurism rules, which oh my so God. many people do. <laughs> yeah, it, it was bullshit. Yeah, uh, and that's why they restored his medals a hundred years later. But it was, you know, too long. I would yeah. say. Anyway, so she knows that there's still something out there that it wasn't just the cat, and so she says that she is gonna go back and. He says, you can't. And she said, do I need your permission? And he's like, no, it's not permission. You can't. I saved you, essentially. And she's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going anyway. Yeah. So the next morning she wakes up and this is where instead of going to collect flowers, she puts down her bag, gears up as a hunter and goes the other way. Yeah. Mm. This is that scene I was talking about where they I really like the scene I love it so much. It's so well done. The soundtrack in this whole movie is just phenomenal. Yeah, as as disappointed as I was that they didn't have like a cover of the original Predator theme, which I think is like one of the best. Mm-hmm. The soundtrack was awesome. It was great. So we watch as she walks out into the forest. She sees green blood on a branch and tracks. Yeah. And she uses a stick. She like breaks it to measure how large those tracks are going to be. I thought that was so cool, man. I really, really loved the way you could tell that they really thought out how would an indigenous person like track this? How would they fight this? Like, I I really love the intentionality and all of that shit. It's so good. And also one of the producers of the movie is a member of the Comanche nations. So like, Oh, hmm. that's awesome. They had tribal input as well. That's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. I do feel like, and I have no, you probably know Paige, but I, I didn't look any of this up, but I do feel like there's a lot of reverence for that community in this movie which i really appreciate yeah oh absolutely and and i do think they did did a a really good job and i think it made for a great setting for a predator film like it it was just great (laughs) it is yeah Mm -hmm. yep so we cut to a rabbit running as a wolf is hunting it and then we see it in heat vision so we realize that the predator is hunting the wolf yeah and the wolf gets its jaws around the bunny but literally just as he does the wolf gets got yeah and the wolf tries to bite the predator's leg and does and draws blood like this predator does get pretty fucked up yeah in kind of this hunt he gets bit a bunch of times but the predator literally just waits the wolf charges and he gets it with the hand blade so that the wolf like lands and then its entrails just fall out it's wild yeah man it's it's a really cool kill i really wanted the bunny to like run away same um, when the when you know that whole thing happens but it didn't the bunny's i'm sure dead too it did that thing though where like and they did this with like the star wars prequels where you see the predator's thermal vision. I think this might be the first time you see it. Yeah. And it is so crisp and like perfect yes. that you're like, ah, uh, like the first movie's attempt at predator heat vision is like so wonky. Yeah. This one does look way better than the original. Yeah. All the effects are so good. Yeah. Blaine, I'm sure you know this about the original. I don't know if Mikey and Todd know this, but uh, in the original, they actually had an option to do a CG version of the heat vision that would have looked better, but would have been fake. And they instead argued to film it in thermal vision, like to find a way to do it, and then still had to digitally enhance that thermal vision, but it ended up looking worse. Yeah. So they even had better options originally, but yeah. Yeah. I think rotoscoping it would have been the right call, but they were like, yeah. nah, authentic. And then it's like, authentic looks like butt. <laughs> yeah. So we watch as he pulls the wolf's head and spine off, as you yeah. know, predators do. And we cut to... Another rabbit, but this time we're actually cutting to her kind of journey. And she's trying to hunt a rabbit with her tomahawk. And she keeps essentially having to go grab it to do a second 
throw and missing her targets because they get away while she's trying to retrieve it. Yeah. So this is where she invents a axe yo-yo and I'm here for it. She becomes yes. Scorpion. Yes, absolutely. I, I will say this about it is cool for a movie. Yeah, in practice. Practically you would die immediately. I yeah. definitely would. Yeah. Anybody would. One cut, you know, because you can get infection. I mean, it's bad news, but it's cool for the movie. Yeah. I loved it in this movie. It's so cool. Because she essentially she creates rope and creates an axe that she can throw and retrieve. Yeah. And we get that really cool shot of her between a couple trees, like throwing it and retrieving it and just like catching it blind. It's like so cool. It's so dumb. I would have like literally killed myself the first time I even pulled it back. Yeah. Well, and then we cut to uh, ostensibly a couple hours later where she has killed multiple rabbits. Like she has become rabbits apex predator (laughs) in the forest. (laughs) And so she cooks the rabbits over a fire and it's her and her dog chilling out. Love it. So we cut to the next morning. They've stayed out. She did not go back to camp. Uh, And she says to the dog, let's find whatever made those tracks. And they kind of crest that hill where she first saw the ship flying in the clouds. And the shots of her kind of making her way through the forest right here are just gorgeous. Yeah, Mm -hmm. man. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. They shot it in Canada. I looked it up because I was like, this place is beautiful. I want to go there. Yeah. And it, like mm-hmm. it is, it's it's like the Canadian Rockies are like really close to the Canadian Rockies. Right. So like it's picturesque in every sense of that word. It looks so good on film. Yeah. yeah, it looks amazing. We cut to the predator in a cave and it is spraying like acid on the wolf skull. I thought this was so cool. So it so it just dissolves to just the skull and then he puts it on his belt. Yeah. I couldn't tell if it was like acid or if it was like some sort of uh like cold like Freezing like nitrogen something. Yeah. Yeah, but know. the effect was really neat. And again, it was just like a side by side comparison with the original Predator and this. It's like it just looks so much cleaner. Yeah. But I'm glad that you have that. They, they both do it. You know, this is a common Predator practice. Yeah. Yep. So she walks through kind of the streams and the forest. She sees the buzzard circling. And at first you think this is going to be one of the Predator's kills that she's going to come upon. Um, but it's, in fact, a whole field of skinned buffalo. Yeah. Like an entire field, like skinned where they stand. Basically. Yeah. Which is wild. Yeah. I prefer all that with hot sauce. (laughs) I don't like naked (laughs) buffalo wings. I mean, when they're done well, you know, there's some merit to them. Yeah. And some people can't have the, you know, breading around the outside. So they have to have naked buffaloes. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I do like that the cigar is there. So, you know, the predator didn't kill them, although the predator wouldn't skin them like that. So, you know, it's probably I thought at at this point in the movie, I was like, oh, they're like in Colorado. And this is like the expansion West, right? Yeah. Yeah, That's what I thought as well. So I I assumed Americans, but we find out they're French people a little bit later on. But uh, and then she does something here. I didn't quite understand the significance of what she does so she sees the chain from the trap and it's the same trap that caught her dog it's the same trap that will catch her later yeah it's the trap that her brother has set one off it's the traps that they are then tracking her because of yeah so they are trying to set them and she keeps encountering them um so and and the leftover cigar is kind of a giveaway to what we'll see later yeah so we cut to the predator who is basically in the stream who has i believe caught her scent and is kind of following her because he seems to kind of trace her tracks so she kind of makes her way through the forest and finds broken branches and hears twigs snap 
and she sees kind of scratch marks on the trees. But this is where she falls into that kind of swamp slash quicksand kind of situation. Like if this was like Land Before Time, that would be where Artax died. I was actually very worried that her dog was going to die at some point in this movie. And I was like, oh, man, if her dog goes out like Artax, I'm going to be so pissed. No, yeah. the dog like my dog abandons her when she needs it the most. It consistently does that too. <laughs> it this does dog is consistently the... do that to her. I really connected with her. This dog is the best, man. It does. They even have like a team up moment that you would see in like a Yakuza game at like yeah, at one point end, in this. But yeah. like the dog straight up abandons her most of the film. No, the dog saves her from the bear. He's in on the predator kill. Not because kill. it's trying he to. He ran the away dog from is the chaos. bear. Yeah, no, <laughs> the, the bear was charging and the bear, the dog dog was like no chase me and it chases the dog that is not how dogs think that dog said i'm leaving and it ran away <laughs> well and then the, the dog leaves because the predator is coming for the bear and the dog just <laughs> yeah. runs off yeah. and- where was the when she's in the river where was the dog Probably thirsty. It's been running a long time. It's probably uh, taking a break. Right, right. Yeah, just like dog apologist. <laughs> yeah. What do you want the dog to do? Like what? I mean, it does everything it can do and more. Uh, if the dog was protecting her from the bear, it would like stand between her and the bear and like bark. Yeah. Well, did it bark and then draw its attention before it ran off? Yes, it did. It played like decoy. Follow me, follow me. Uh, and the bear does. Not- and it gives her time to restring her bow. We'll get there when we get there. Yeah. I think Except that then it runs back and leads the bear right back to her. Yeah, because he's trying to, like, mommy, kill it. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get there. There's also, I think, behind-the-scenes reasonings behind why yes. the dog is so sketchy. I yes. read that, too. Yeah. yeah it's, but it's so endearing, though. Yeah. So she's sinking into that kind of swamp, and she's trying to throw her axe to kind of use it almost like a, a grappling hook to pull her out. And we're cutting back and forth between her trying to get out and the predator discovering the buffalo and seemingly not liking all the killed buff like the fact that he discovers them means he didn't do it essentially right but he also picks up the cigar i think too he does he picks up the cigar and he picks up the the leaf that she laid down on the buffalo as like a moment of reverence like a ceremonial thing yeah 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 so she pulls herself out she finally gets her her axe hooked in and pulls herself out and for a hot second because she was covered in mud i was like Mm -hmm. perfect he won't be able to see her (laughs) i thought the same thing i thought this was like a subtle nod to a misdirection oh this is a bait and switch this is like their way of saying oh remember that scene Uh Uh gotcha but instead she washes it off yeah like immediately Right. And this is where the dog comes back. The dog totally abandons her when she was sinking in the quicksand. Yeah. It just runs away. Okay. You're going to admit that, Todd. I mean, I will admit that because the only thing that would have happened is that dog would have died. Dogs can't quicksand, baby. Or it could have helped pull her out if she had thrown the rope to the dog. That is yeah. true, but she didn't because the dog did just straight up run away. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, thank you. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm betting that they might have had something written in the script and then they're just I, like, we yeah, can't do I this. believe that too. Yeah. Like on the day, they couldn't get the dog to do what they wanted it to yeah. do. So they were like, yeah. hey, can you just like throw it towards, I don't know, the tree that's down? Thank God we wrote in this grappling hook axe thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, and I mean, if we remember back to Cabin Fever forever ago, I mean, I wasn't even on that episode, but no, I will you tell sounded you, very were, differently. Thank you. Uh, there were so many problems with the dog in that movie. They had to rewrite sections of that movie because the dog was so vicious. It scared the actors and they couldn't get it to do anything that they <laughs> wanted it Lord. to do. It was like a huge problem on set. Anyway, so her dog brings back a mouse because... 
the dog went to go get food while she almost died. And they climb a ridge together and look down on a bear eating a moose. So maybe this is the thing they've been hunting, although probably not. But as they're crouched there, the wind blows and the bear catches her scent. Man, they do such a good job of showing that without a, any dialogue at all. Yeah. Like you see the wind blowing and you see like her get worried and then it cuts to the bear and the bear's like, oh, I smell flesh. <laughs> yep. Okay, so. Here's what bothers me about this. What? If the bear was currently eating, it probably wouldn't turn around to hunt her. Well, it would if sh- if it determined she was a threat and he could smell her, because then he'd have to defend the kill. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, she goes to notch an arrow back, and the bowstring snaps. Yeah. So now the bear is coming towards her, and she's trying to restring her bow, and this is where the dog does distract her. Yes. And then runs off, but then the dog runs back alone, And the bear just follows the dog. Like the dog has literally just led it in a circle right back to her. I love that though, because it's like running and running and you're like, okay, the dog's going to run it away and it'll be fine. And then like literally she runs down, like kick flips off of a tree to get off that like cliff she was on or whatever. Right. And then pulls the bow in a very, very cool fashion. And then the dog starts running back and you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I have a very serious question for you. What are your expectations for your animals when someone breaks into your house? I'll be lucky if they notice. Yeah, <laughs> okay, but okay. I do love that when the bear's like right behind the dog, she shoots it with the arrow she had drawn, and you you hear the bear go, "Oh, yeah." It sounds sort of like it was like, "Oh, I just wanted a hug." Like, <laughs> I just love that sound for some reason. But then it does come after her, so she actually swims under a beaver dam, super smart. Yeah. yeah, and kind of comes up in the beaver dam to try and stay safe. The dog is just gone. <laughs> the dog takes off. Not even a pile of sticks can bring him back. That dog's gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you would think the one place a dog would like to hang out is like around a lot of twigs. But no, she's fucking gone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, the predator's right there. There's also a bear. Every other animal is running away, too. It's not just the dog. Sure, but in this case, it's definitively the dog. <laughs> well, I mean, because that's the only other animal we see. I mean, I see what you're saying page but it's not like the other animals were on the bank of the river and the dogs like placing bets with them like all of them are just wanting to save their own lives i'd watch that movie though anyway it looks a lot like the dogs playing poker but it's just a lot of other animals placing bets Mm. yeah Mm. so she watches through the dam as the predator mercs that bear oh yeah Instant, like it's nothing. No, the bear gets a good couple licks in. The bear gets a couple licks in, but it is short-lived. This is kind yeah. of a BDSM kind of predator. <laughs> he is super into that bear. He does take it out for sure. He likes the pain. You know, he could have killed a lot of these things without getting cut open, but he like he like goes for it and says, yes, please. Well, and the bear does get a little bit of a mouthful of green blood, but then he kills it and almost kills her on accident because he yeah. just drops the dead bear on the beaver dam. And then he moans, which is just weirdly, it's just all weirdly sexual at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do love that, like, the bear does, like, bite him pretty hard. We actually see him healing up, I think, after this scene because the yeah. bear does get some good mm-hmm. licks on him. And then they, they, like, get away from each other and the bear charges again and he just steps to the side and punches it. He doesn't Dude, even use the claws. so cool. And, the and then he sound- fucking... Oh, man. The power snatch, though, the Olympic lifts it up above his head. Like, yes. so freaking cool. And, and slits it open so yes. he can bathe in its blood. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not to bring up something that Mikey was talking about, but I think that move's called a clean jerk. It's, yeah, you could also call it a power snatch. but That's what I prefer. Yeah. You couldn't handle a power snatch. Mikey, a power snatch would break your dong in half. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I guess I get analog snatch. 
<laughs> so Jake fell asleep while we were watching Prey the other night. He had had like a super long day at work and he was just like, I'm trying to stay awake, but I can't. So he just texted me. He's like, yo, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> I've got the good headphones on. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, so uh, she watches as the predator bathes in blood and she swims away and the predator sees her. So now he's tracking her, essentially. Yeah, I don't think he could see a weapon. I think if he saw her with a weapon, he would just straight up have killed her right in that moment. Yeah, like I think so, so yeah. many lucky circumstances, I think, save her life in this. Yeah. And this is one of them that he just can't see a weapon. But he does see her and he does start to track her based on this well at this point isn't is did her bow break again no she restrung it yeah but it's like covered in mud is like she yeah. can't really use it yeah yeah well they mentioned earlier that that was a thing like if a bow an arrow gets wet then the string will like you know it's, snap yeah, or it's, something it's too elastic like it's not taut essentially yeah. so she probably could not have yeah yeah so she hikes back up kind of up the ridge and here's a twig snap and it's her brother's hunting party. Yeah. Not her brother, but like his friends. Yeah. We come to find out that he sent them out to find her and he's in a different part of the woods looking for her. Like they fanned out or whatever you call that. Right. And he basically says, or they say, your brother's looking for you. We're supposed to bring you back. Hang on. I just want to point out that I just watched Blaine take a drink out of what looked like a paint can. <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's a 64 ounce Yeti. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's, it's freaking massive. It's, it's huge. That's not a water bottle. That's a murder weapon <laughs> <laughs> yeah full i bet that could really hit somebody yeah it's made for miners to like take soup down into the mines but i'm like water bottle okay hey if it keeps it cold or warm yeah exactly or warm they do yeah. both so she basically is like yo there's a thing following me it's not a bear it's huge like it killed a bear with its bare hands we have to go and they're like no we're gonna beat you up first yeah and she does fight back hard and bites that one guy. Um, but they're just like going ham. Like they're punching her in the face and stuff. Like they are aggressively hitting her. Yes. I love this fight scene because she is not stronger than they are, but smarter than they are. And is like using right. their body weight to like throw them around. And is like really yeah. effectively beating up these like, it's really just like two of the four of them that are fighting her. Right. And the way they subdue her is like a dirty trick he's like fine stay i don't care and then the other guy comes up behind her and punches her yeah they do fake her out and, and punch her and this is where they grab her weapon and they're like you need a leash for it like we're gonna take you back to camp and let your brother know that we have you it makes me sad that they die before she gets to show them how fucking badass she is with that fucking leashed act. true story but as they're standing there they hear something move in the trees and all of the birds fly away so they all kind of like huddle behind a log and take aim, much like the original Predator, yeah. where they can hear it in the trees, but they can't see it. And they see leaves rustling. So one of them aims and shoots, and it's a possum. And he goes to get the possum, basically to be like, oh, we were afraid of this. <laughs> yeah, he holds it up like an idiot. But they're sort of making fun of her because she knows something's out there, right? She yeah. saw it. So she's like really worried, but they don't believe her. So yeah. she's like, scared as the leaves are rustling and they see it's a possum they kill the possum they're like it was a possum what's wrong with you yeah houston we have a possum it's not a big deal and then she's like right. yeah but what scared the possum in our direction and that's when he right. goes over there and gets it and then quickly gets it 
Yeah, because he sees the three red lasers on him. Yes. And just like the cat, he's entranced. Yep. <laughs> well, I mean, I would be so confused as to what the fuck was happening, right? Because they've never seen electricity, yeah. let alone a laser. Yep. That was a cool scene because you realize yep. like this guy's like never seen anything like this in his whole life. And he's like, but what is what is this? Yeah, it's like what yep. the like, fuck neither, is happening? He's neither afraid nor happy. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. weird. It's like when the French dudes circle up around the grenade bomb that's like ticking away. <laughs> and like anyone yeah. let living today would be like oh we got to run away from that we don't like Go! things that yeah. tick but all these yep. guys are, are like oh hey that thing's shiny as fuck Neat. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so cool they're like little raccoons but so in this scene so the three he sees the three lasers and that dude's instantly dead yeah like immediately and she knows what's up so she's trying to untie herself yeah uh meanwhile the rest of the hunting party pick up arrows and they're trying to shoot arrows at him and it starts to decloak one of them actually hits him and he roars and they then try to fight it and they like psych themselves out like they're yelling at it but it doesn't matter because no. it's the fucking predator and so <laughs> she finally gets to her tomahawk at like the her her axe her leashed a hawk her leash a hawk <laughs> as a dude is literally losing his arm and oh. then his head so the other guy uses his spear to get the predator's foot yeah she gets her axe but then she turns and watches as the predator just like lifts that guy and just slices him into pieces like he is just insta dead it's like one move he like throws him up in the air and cuts his legs off as he's stabbing with his other arm so his like torso yes. is now in the log or the, the yeah. spear he uses in the log he's stuck to the log and his legs are gone and breaks his neck yeah. as the guy fall. like it's oh. so insane but so cool that sword spear thing that he has oh, is really yeah. high too because it's like a billy club on one end and then a stupid like huge spear on the An other expandable spear oh. yeah. yeah so he sees her and she runs she makes it all the way out to the field where one of the other hunters tackles her and basically tells her to get down and they're kind of watching the woods for the predator to come out, but they don't realize that he has heat vision. Yeah. So they're like staying low and quiet and they've got like sign language to communicate and they watch as the grass moves because he's invisible, but the grass doesn't, you know, still moves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he can see them. And as they notch an arrow, it doesn't matter. The red lasers show up and he says, we have him. And she says, no, he has us. And she pushes him out just in time. Oh, yeah. so cool. And his crossbow thing is fucking cool. The three arrows? Uh -huh. yeah. yeah. It's so cool, but he doesn't know how to use it. Yeah. The Predator in this movie is pretty dumb. I think you're right about him being like 17. <laughs> well, I do like how she uses it against him later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's, that's what I mean. Like, we'll talk about it when we get to it. Yeah. So they take off. He chases them down. He kills that guy who falls behind in a spray of blood. That shot is so cool, too, because you see, like, them running, like, as fast as any human could run. Like, they're running right. so fast. And then you see just, like, the outline of what would be the Predator just, like, moving in this field. And then as it gets up on that guy, it's like that guy got sucked under a lawnmower. Like, it's, it's like just, a yeah. masterful use of the overhead shot again. Yes. Yeah. Like, just a really cool, like, and you see the distance being closed, like Jaws. I was going to say it's a lot like a Jaws type of mm -hmm. thing where you're being tracked through water like that. But it's just like through the sea of what looks like amber waves of grain or whatever. So she's running and she hits a trap and goes down. It closes on her ankle and he walks up and pulls the chain for the trap. 
Yeah. And so at first you're like, oh no, like he has her, mm. but he doesn't. He leaves her. He's not looking for an old ball and chain. <laughs> He's not looking for someone who wants to get tied down, Paige. Uh-huh. You should stay away from cougars then. <laughs> then, he, then, he, he, and then he shines the laser in her eyes and takes off, just like a predator. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we're splitting this check, right? Bye. Bye. So in the distance, she hears the French fur trappers. These are the ones who skinned the buffalo. And they're basically at this point, they're talking like, finally, we found her, the person who's been fucking up all our traps. <laughs> And they knock her unconscious. Yeah. So she wakes up at the trapper camp. She's in a literal cage. She is wounded. They have her dog and they have the the skin of the bear that the predator killed or another bear, but a bear. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think it's the same because the bear had scars on his face and I think you see those same scars. Yeah. So I think it is the same page. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and in part, that's because as we will find out, they have been hunting the predator as right. well. They've been trying to follow him. Yeah. And they also have her brother. Yeah. She notices the cigar. So she knows that they killed the buffalo. Yeah. And they're kind of taunting her in the cage. And it's essentially them being like, she thought she was so smart. She thought she could outsmart us, but she's not. We have her now. Yeah. He's like hitting her with like the back end of like, what it looks like a like a four foot spear sort of thing. It's yeah. not like a super long spear, but anyway, she grabs it and then cuts him with, with his own spear. And I was like, that's fucking badass. Like you're yeah. in a cage and you're going to go yeah. and stab somebody. Well done. Well, and so he hates her that like that particular trapper, especially after she cuts him. And so he ends up swearing at her and cussing at her for the rest of the movie. And it was one of those things where like my French fluency is nowhere what it used to be. But I had subtitles on and I'm most fluent reading more so than just listening. Yeah. And I had a moment where I was like, "Uh uh-huh, they've been following her with traps. Wait a second. (laughs) This is not English. Um, But (laughs) the amount of swear words I remembered in French, I was pretty proud. (laughs) And in this section, he's basically like that stupid cunt basically like <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill her I don't care what she say like she's been setting off our traps I fucking hate her we have her brother we don't need her let me kill her and they're like no um, but Raphael one of the other trappers who speaks Comanche comes up to her and he's like hey he wants to shoot you I'm your friend. Uh, They want to know about the thing you've been hunting. You should be helping us. We should team up together against it. And we think it's looking for the strongest because we know that it killed your entire group and it's killed a bunch of us and you should work with us, basically. And she says it didn't kill everyone. It didn't kill me. And as she's kind of explaining, but not helping them, like she's not going to join them. Yeah, she's. Not, why would she? Why would she? Yeah. They reveal that they have her brother in another cage. They yeah. pull him out and they actually cut across his chest because they think that the blood and the scent of the blood will attract the predator. Yeah, but it's not Jaws. They don't know that. He's not a mindless killing machine. Yeah. They don't know that. They don't know and that. And he's 17. He might be. He might be. He's only 17. <laughs> I hate that song. It's it, so Every bad. time it comes up, I realize what the lyrics are, and I go, uh, skip, skip, skip. Yeah. Do you think that that was like some kind of callback to Billy doing that? Yes, 100%. And, yes, it has to have been. Yeah, it is the director of this movie who also helped write this movie. His favorite character from the original Predator is Billy, so that's why he wrote this Good movie. Good call. Yeah. yeah. It also sets up her really bad badass monologue at the end um, because you think she's talking to that guy the trapper right right but she's actually talking to the predator yeah which I think is fucking 
dope. Yeah. Anyway, we'll get there when we get there, but I love that so much. We'll get to that scene because that had one of the funniest French lines in this movie is in that scene. Oh, I bet because it's that same guy and he's probably swearing at her because he's... Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. I'm so excited. I fucking love this movie. So <laughs> they tie them to a tree as bait and at this point I was like, but the predator doesn't want bait. The predator doesn't just kill mindlessly. The predator hunts. Right. Mm-hmm. But they don't understand. Idiots. Idiots. French. So the French create kind of like a barricade where they're all on like one side, like war, basically. They're on one side of the forest. Like 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 Miz, like where they make those barricades in the streets. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh, but they're all watching the tree where they've tied them, thinking that they're going to draw it out and then kill it. Yeah. And as they're talking... They're literally like, well, this kind of solves two of our problems because one, we'll get to kill that thing, but also they'll stop fucking up our traps and we'll send a message. So like this is kind of the perfect scenario for us. But like as they're talking, all of the people behind them are getting killed. Oh, (laughs) so cool. It is amazing. And they're just sending the horses like out into the forest, just like not killing the horses, just the men until it's literally like, just a handful of people left and they look behind and realize that it is just a field of death yeah. behind them. Wasn't there also a realization? I can't remember if it was the hunters or uh, like the two mains on the tree, but they like kind of look over and there's horses running. And they're like, what's that all That's about? That's them. That's right after yeah. this. Yeah. They're at the so tree cool. and the horses are riding by and they can't see far enough to see that everyone's been killed. Yeah. Um, but they start to hear the screams of the trappers who are now running towards them. And what they're saying as they're running towards is, he's here, he's here, he's here. Like, cool. that's their only line. It's just, he's here, he's here, he's here, as they're taking off towards them. I love this. Like, when he is demolishing the French trappers, I, it's so like good. one of my favorite scenes. And we're about to get to it, but like, when he gets to the, that's not a net, this is a net <laughs> moment, I'm, I like <laughs> fell in love with this movie. Yeah. I'll get to my favorite as we go. I feel like all of us are going to have a favorite weapon in this scene. <laughs> But as they're running, one of those guys just gets skewered to a tree, just like mid-run. So you see you see him running, and you see the predator throw that thing, the, the spear, javelin, like sledgehammer thing. Yeah. And then you don't see his whole body page. You see just yeah. his head on the end of that thing, <laughs> like thunk into the tree. The sound design in all of this is amazing. Oh, yeah. Like it's so good. Oh, sound design can kill a movie for me if it's like actiony and doesn't have it has like weird sounds or whatever. This movie was so satisfying to listen to. You know when you watch a movie and then you think like you see a scene, you're like, this guy must play video games. Yeah. That yeah. was my cue in that like <laughs> he played Half-Life 2 because yes. there's that skewer crossbow where you just ragdoll up to a wall. Yeah. So cool. Yep. Loved it. So it looks like I couldn't tell if this was snow or ashes, but it seems like it's snow. I think it's ashes from the burnt trees. Do you think so? I only think that because it messes with his suit. And I don't think snow would mess with your suit. Well, snow would because it'd be cold. Yeah. Regardless, he starts to kind of decloak a little bit so they can kind of see where he is. But it didn't fucking matter (laughs) because he just demolishes people. And we cut to the tree where they're tied. And her brother's like, we're the trap. He's coming for us. And she's like, no, he doesn't hunt that way. He left me when I was trapped. So, like, we have to get out. We have a chance to escape. It's not going to come for us. Yeah. And this is where he admits that her plan for the cat worked and that she did hurt it enough for him to kill it. And 
she says, well, maybe we can't kill this. Maybe we just have to survive this. And he says, of course, if, if it, it bleeds, bleeds we, we can kill, kill it. it. I yes. was so glad they included that in this movie, too. Like, it's so great. I'm disappointed they weren't able to say get to the chopper. Yeah. You know? yeah. But I just I couldn't figure out how they could include that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we did get a do it. Do it now. Yeah. Like that gets included, which is great. Yeah. Thus begins my favorite kill of this entire movie where the predator picks up a bear trap and just throws it oh, and it so catches good. a dude in the face. It's so stupid. It's great. So I love good. it. I love it so much. And that that oh. comes after, because as he's walking up towards where they are tied up to the tree, because, also because that's where all the other Frenchmen are, right. he steps in that bear trap. Yeah, it just, and, and he like opens it, resets it, because yeah. it made him mad, and then just throws it, and the like <laughs> that dude's head bursts like a blood balloon. It's yeah. so it's great. It's like a watermelon it's that so got hit wonderful. with like a sniper rifle shot. It's amazing. Oh. <laughs> this whole amazing. scene is like when you watch one of those like crazy elite Japanese players playing Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild oh, yes. just doing like every combo under the sun and you're like Jesus Christ yeah. like, so fucking cool it does feel like we're watching like a speed run of Prey at this point yeah <laughs> you're right yeah I think he slows it down and does some finesse kills you know he, he does some great stuff it reminded me of when I got I was real into Ghost of Tsushima for a minute and yeah. got like too good at it and <laughs> when you've got the samurai sword and you can also throw blades and stuff at people I would just walk through like crowds of enemies <laughs> and just like demolish people and it was a lot like a lot of like spin sword throw thing like yeah super fun my favorite kill was the net by far because he like oh. they get him under the net because they do trap him in the bear trap they come out where they were hiding and like throw their shitty like right. 1700s net on top of him which of course yeah. he like just jumps up out of and stabs a guy while he's doing it and kills those guys well and they're real like ha 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 zutalo I have missed one level French people <laughs> so they're yeah. like zutalo I have caught one and then he stabs the guy through the, the, the brain or whatever and then he throws his net He's like, that's not a net. This is a net. And that, that net, net is like, so wild. Fuck, it like chops him into like a, a million little pieces. It's so fucking cool. I love it's it. It's like a net made of blades. Yes. You know, when they introduce the net gun, right? Yeah. It's Predator 2. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you what? You didn't know really? that. You two did not know that. I didn't know. Yeah. I've never seen it. This Predator's Undertaker moment, moment coming out of that net. <laughs> they also, uh, uh, Alien vs. Predator, again, has a great scene where he shoots it as Xenomorph, that net gun. Uh-huh. And, like, it makes a grid on his skull. And what? it's like, that's the bad, the big bad Xenomorph for the rest of the movie. Sorry. Oh. The net gun is the coolest weapon just across mm-hmm. the board. It's so f- fucking awesome. Love it. So... As all of that carnage is happening, including the uh, he's got his shield that just slices through guys' heads. Oh, oh, I loved it. When he's got that guy against the tree and his shield's not out yet, and then he just cuts his head off with, by <laughs> expanding it, and then the tree falls over, the guy's head falls off, and then you see a little blood splurt come out of the what looks like the tree <laughs> because his neck is right there. <laughs> right. I laughed. I was like, oh, damn, he decapitated that tree and that dude at the same time. My favorite is from that shot. It, like, angles up to the predator standing and watching and he almost kind of just shrugs like whatever (laughs) yeah all in a day's work (laughs) because he's 17 he's like whatever douche you're not my dad you're my real dad click 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 (laughs) well yeah that's what he said but like if you translate it if you're if you have the predator to english subtitles on he's like you're not my real dad 
Right. So we cut to uh, her and her brother at the tree and there is a bear trap and she is telling him the story of like, I once trapped this one thing that like chewed its own leg off and he's like, uh, are you going to put your hand in the trap? And she triggers it with a rock and is like, no, I'm way smarter than that stupid bear. <laughs> like, Very good I'm scene. good. <laughs> so they are now free, but they don't really have their weapons. So they kind of are taking off. They take off running back towards the trapper camp. Or she goes towards the trapper camp. He goes to get horses. Yeah, they split up here. Yeah. Mm. So we get to stay and watch the predator fuck up a bunch more trappers. It's great. He does at one point walk toward a trapper who fires at his like helmet and it just ricochets (laughs) off and kills that guy. I really I love that moment because it is very sort of funny and like a tense sort of awesome actiony moment. But I really wanted him to be like, like as he gets shot and it ricochets and kills the guy, him to be like. <laughs> like the laugh <laughs> from the like, end of yeah. the original Predator, like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. Is it a Robocop where that happens? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's like so many scenes where it's like reference to that, reference to that, reference to mm-hmm. that, but not in like a egregious, awful sort of way. Yeah. Well, and just as she's kind of finishing that story about something saving itself by losing its leg, we watch him on his little like you know gauntlet thing on his arm just like boop 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 buttons and take it off and then like move so we know that that explodes because we've seen the original predator yeah but the french trappers have not seen the original Predator. (laughs) they have no idea they have not no (laughs) uh and it just explodes but then all it all he also leaves behind like three flying saucers of death well, those are the ones that co- that come. They come out of the gauntlet. Yeah, they right? come out of the gauntlet. Yeah. Oh, it's, it was so cool. Like as they're floating up, and then you see them like in perfect focus, and then it rack focuses, so you see their faces. And at that moment, that's when they're like, "Oh, we should have run." Yeah, well, <laughs> what he says in away. that moment in French is "Run, everyone, run!" But it's yeah. too late. <laughs> yeah. The most common French words. <laughs> that's why I recognize them. Was this also the scene where he whips out the? It's like a. It's like a a brutal version of those little wrist slap bracelets. Oh, that like you a yeah. chainsaw. A yeah, yes. it's like a yeah. throwable <laughs> chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, snap bracelet of death. That's why they got banned from schools back in the nineties. <laughs> cutting stuff off so and it like obliterates sections of the forest like it doesn't just kill them it just like explodes everything you literally see as she's walking away you see the trees falling behind her from those explosions yep so cool so we cut back to the camp and she grabs her stuff and has to fight like multiple trappers who are running for their lives like they have escaped they're running One of them is like, uh, there's two of them that are going to run together. And one of them says to the other, like, grab your stuff and kill the dog because the dog will just slow us down. And then the guy is like, but I like the dog. I've really liked this (laughs) dog. (laughs) Yeah, he says, I love the dog. He's like, but I I don't want to kill it, but I love the dog. And he's like, but I also don't want it to die by that thing. So I might as well. And then she fights them. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually okay. That's it's still terrible because they're trying to kill a dog. Like whatever, just let right. it go, and it probably will run faster. It's fine. But that is sort of a sweet reason to want to kill the dog instead of like yeah. a malicious sort Mercy. of shitty reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really because he he walks up with that gun and he's like, "But j'aime la chien," meaning like I love the dog. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. The dog is super cute, man. I really love the dog in this movie. I'm so glad I have this context now. It's like unlocking a chapter of a book that I didn't know right? that I missed. You know? Yeah. Very neat. And and some of it's all kind of like jumbled and kind of basic and not all of it's translated right. But like 
enough that if you if you speak a little bit, you can kind of get the gist. But so you can go. Le poisson, le poisson. So she stabs both of them multiple times yeah. to save that dog. Justified. Eventually, once through the head. Yeah, dude. That and this is another one of those fight scenes where she is like not stronger than they are, but she's, she's just, just way smarter. better at this than they are. Yeah. You know? yeah. She yep. stabs one guy, goes back and punches the other guy, then goes back and grabs the dagger she just stabbed that dude with, and then goes back to the guy she punched and kills that guy. I was like, that is like awesome. She's like, here, hold this. Let me punch this guy. All right, give me that back so I can kill him now. Like, yep. it was awesome. She's got the bloodlust from watching the predator just kick ass. Yeah. It's, it's so, so good. good. So she gets the dog, un- unties him and everything, and tells the dog to go find her brother. Meanwhile, back at the pile of dead Frenchmen, the predator is literally just sitting on a pile of dead bodies, cauterizing his wounds. Yes, it's awesome. It's pretty awesome. It's pretty great. We cut back to her putting basically flowers like a poultice on her own wound from the trap from earlier when she hears a gun cock, and it is the guy who can speak Comanche, but he is now missing a leg. Yeah. And so in Comanche, he's like, Please help me. Will you treat my leg? And she's like, it's gone. I don't know what you're talking about. I can't, there's nothing I can do. You've been auditioned. You don't have a foot. Someone threw it at the glass door of the tent. You're going to walk again, but it's going to be in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but she agrees to help if he'll show her how to use the gun. I thought it was really shitty when she just like broke a twig and stuck it in the stump and like walked away. I was like, man, he can't walk on that. It's too small of a peg. <laughs> Mikey knew where I was going with that joke way before everyone else did. (laughs) Mikey's my kind of terrible. (laughs) What she does find at the end of his stump is that weapon that the predator had, the the slap bracelet of death. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so she takes it off and kind of puts it in her bag. It's actually a friendship bracelet, and that guy was supposed to be his friend, but when the predator found him that he took off the bracelet, he had to kill him. (laughs) Yeah, of course. And he's, as he's probably dying from blood loss, uh, he's showing her how to use the gun. And she gives him the flower and mushroom that she gave the guy earlier in the movie. Yeah. I love that he like looks at it because she hands it to him. It's in his hand. And he's like looking at it. He's like, what do I do with this? And then she just smacks it into his face. (laughs) (laughs) What a great scene. That was so funny. She is like like, annoyed too. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will admit that her brother has like big brother energy, but she has like big sister energy with him. Like that's like a toddler she's having to look after. Like just eat it. Shut up. Yeah. But why should she give him the time of fucking day? Because he just trapped her, her brother, her dog, and they were going to kill the dog. Like I loved that she was just like, you don't deserve this. I'm going to treat you like ass. Yeah. No, honestly. Fuck that dude. I love what happens to him. But like, yeah, it's two minutes before closing and this guy just ordered $80 in Taco Bells and she's just like, I don't want to deal with any of this shit. (laughs) So she hears the footsteps of the predator. So she leaves and hides in the trees and she watches as the predator walks through and realizes that it can't see him or at least it doesn't seem to see him. So she basically is like, oh, the cold. He can't see him because he's not warm. This is the one thing where I was like, that's a pretty big leap, but also she's a badass, yeah. so I'm going to let it go. It's a it's a big leap to me because I don't think that that would drop the body temperature so significantly. Right. It, it would yeah. fool the predator's thing. But yeah, it's like you got to... Suspension of disbelief. Yeah. She could have just been like, oh, that medicine makes it where you can't right. see. She, she might not have put the piece together with body temp. Right. Yeah. But it is cool. And he does sort of track the blood trail because the blood yes. that's outside the body is like still warmer than what his body looks like, at least. So like he goes up to him and like doesn't see him and she sees that 
she doesn't see him or whatever. And then he steps on him, which I honestly don't think he was trying to like test to see if he was dead. No, or not. I think he couldn't uh, yeah. see him and yeah, he just stepped too. on him. I don't even think he was trying to kill him. I thought he just got scared. Like, ah, ah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when I'm walking my dog and I step on a frog and I'm like, fuck. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> so as he screams and dies and the predator's like, oh, there are people here. I can't see them. The dog comes back and you're like, no, he's going to kill the dog. But the dog is followed by Tabe on a horse. So he actually oh. misses the dog. Just barely just barely and they get his helmet off for just a second that's because her brother like hits him in the head and it like pops off yeah yeah and this is where we find out that the mask is what fires the laser thingies yeah so like if he's not wearing it they're not going to fire at whatever he's looking at yeah and this is where we first see his face and it is fucked like yeah i mean like all predators but yeah you don't know but it's it's great though because like i like that they changed it because we know what a predator looks like but it was still surprising with the reveal this time right you know like i was like oh whoa shit yeah yeah i do really like that when the helmet falls off the lasers are pointing at the tree she's at like they really telegraph how she learns everything that she then uses later on and this is how she learns what the lasers do right because she sees him she sees the predator shooting at her brother with those metal rods or whatever but that they're actually hitting the lasers on the tree that she's behind yeah and her brother gets a couple licks in he gets a few arrows and a couple spears in and there's a ton of green blood oh it's awesome when he jumps off that horse and stabs him through the chest like it goes through his chest i was like fuck this is everything i wanted from this movie in that one shot it was so cool i also like when we first see the dude i was like he doesn't seem that formidable but like it would these guys are running in fields and chasing shit constantly. Like oh, yeah. he would have lean muscle. Oh yeah. yeah. That's when I like really switched gears and I was like, Oh, I love the brother as a character. This guy's fucking awesome. Yeah. Hot take the brother could kill Arnold in Arnold in predator hand to hand combat versus the brother. Arnold would be destroyed. I think he would outsmart him. Yeah, no, there's a reason why there's weight classes in combat sports because it doesn't matter how in shape you are as like a 90 pound <laughs> dude, a big dude will fucking murder you. I don't think so, man. He's too fast. It depends. Yeah, because he could outrun him. Because th- this is the debate we have about Blaine fighting Armando all the time. He can run away. Running away is not fighting. No, all he has to do is wear him out. It's called a tactical retreat. I'm so conflicted because, yeah, I could kill Armando, but I don't think this guy could kill Arnold. Even though we're trying mm-hmm. to use the same logic, it doesn't make sense. I feel like he could outsmart Arnold. Like, it, like hand-to-hand, I think it'd be tough. But I think <laughs> given the forest... He could maybe outsmart Arnold, but Arnold does have a machine gun. Oh, that's why I said hand to hand. Yeah, you, I don't know. Ar- Arnold is like technically his character is like an elite assassin. <laughs> yeah, you know, U.S. Navy SEAL, whatever. So I don't know. I mean, we'll never see it, but size does not always immediately equal victory. So the predator goes invisible, and her brother is like cheater, like cowardly, essentially, which is true. Uh, and they hear a branch snap, and she says, "Let's go," and he says. You need to run because it thinks I'm the threat. Yeah. This is as far as I go. And we reveal that he can feel and sense that the predator is right behind him. Yeah. And the predator just gets him through the chest and drops him. Touching his butt before he did it. I was just uncalled for. Yeah. <laughs> the predator gave a little squeeze. He was like, I'm right <laughs> here, buddy. The This is as far as I go. I go here and no further or whatever mm-hmm. that is. The callback to what he's talking about. You tell that cat right. that same line. I loved that callback. And then she says it to the predator when he's in the bog. Like, like I was crying at the end of this movie. I was so happy. It was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. It's also a bit of a Billy moment, too, where, like, they're leaving and he's just like, 
no, I got to face this yeah. thing. Well, and I believe yeah. he does say this is as far as I go. He does. If I if I remember correctly. Yeah. No, he does. Yeah. So the predator approaches her and her brother in one last ditch before he dies, stabs the predator in the leg with a skull. I think it's the the dog skull. It's from, the wolf skull. The wolf skull from, yeah. from earlier. Yeah. And the predator just spears him through the head. Yeah, but doing that allows her to get away because he would have killed her right then. Yeah, and and he turns and she's gone. So she runs, she washes the blood off her hands. The others ride back to the village with Tabe's body. So his body arrives back at the village. She wakes up and her dog is there keeping a lookout and she sees in the distance that one trapper, the one that she speared in the leg that threatened to kill her, and the one with the cigar also, so she knows he was involved with the buffalo. Yeah. She loads mm. the gun and tries to aim but doesn't fire because inevitably she doesn't really use the gun all that much. She doesn't find it all that useful. She headshots him. She headshots him and that's what gets her the helmet. Like I, she uses yeah. it very effectively. <laughs> Although yeah. the one time, yeah. Well, it's a single shot pistol, Paige. Like yeah, you would yeah. have to take 30 minutes to load it again or whatever. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I, do, I do love that when she shoots it, she then like collects the helmet and runs away with it. Yep. Well, I because that's the thing. It's like I think she was using it as a means to get other things. Because even in this moment, she could have fired at that guy. She doesn't. She tries firing earlier. It doesn't work. Yeah. I don't think she has as much faith in that gun as she does her other weapons. Essentially, yeah, I wouldn't either. Fair. I mean, you can shoot arrows way faster than you could shoot bullets in this day and age, right? Yeah. So instead of using the gun, she has the slap bracelet of death. <laughs> and kind of circles her way around him and hits him over the head with a rock. Yeah. Uh, she then takes his leg off off screen. We don't see it. But... We don't, but he does wake up to rats eating his stump. Yeah. And that <sighs> grossed me out. Probably for the best we didn't see her brutally remove his leg because I feel like that would kind of make you like, oh, is she a good person? Like, it's brutal. It is the worst of the French trappers. That's the reason they make him like the villain trapper. The shittiest one, yeah, Yeah. with the worst hair. And I don't blame those rats. He's just trying to do a reverse ratatouille. (laughs) But she says to him, you bled my brother and now you bleed. And he's he says, what the fuck are you even talking about, you and this is his line, quote, idiot savage is what he yeah. calls her. Those are the two words I actually understood because they're very close to English. Like, yes. you can tell what those are. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and then she says, you think that I'm not like you, that I'm not a threat, but that's what makes me dangerous. And he yeah. aims the gun and he says, quote, you're dead, bitch. <laughs> this is the scene i was talking about before where it looks like she's talking to the trapper but she's talking to the predator who's behind her he is the bait like the trapper is the bait yeah so that the predator will come and then she can fucking mark that predator i love it so much yeah Yeah. well and she knows the predator's gonna come because he has a gun yeah she gave him a gun i don't know why he assumed that gun was loaded like what an idiot idiot but she says (laughs) you won't see that i'm killing you and neither will it so she moves out of the predator's way because she's already taken the flower so it can't see her yeah and it like gets so close to her like oh and she just steps to the side yeah oh so groovy so it goes after the trapper she aims the gun fires and shoots the mask off she gets she like strafes the back of his head 
and runs away with the mask. Now, she has also set up like booby traps around the forest. We didn't really see her do it. We didn't like the original Predator. We see Arnold set everything up. Yeah, there's like a trap montage in the original. Yeah, we don't really get that. Two or three trap montages in the original one. (laughs) Can't get enough. Uh, So she runs up kind of into the trees. And again, he can't see her. And at one point she jumps down on him and just goes after him with that axe dude it's like assassin's creed but like when he when she jumps down on him it's not like one strike she like just hatchets him for like a a good 10 seconds oh yeah 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 yeah. and he tries to throw the spear at her he misses yeah he tries to throw her axe at her and misses and she kind of angles him into one of the booby traps, which is a bunch of spears sticking out of the trees. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he gets kind of like stabbed with the spears, but she falls and she kind of scoots up into a section with rocks. So when he tries to stab her with the shield, it can't cut through the rocks. Yeah. Because when the shield comes out, it like it like fans out like a circle. Right. And it right. fans out and it hits the rock so it can't kill her. And he's like pushing it further and you like see the neck and like oh it's Mm -hmm. so cool yeah Yeah. she gets his arm so she like takes one of his arms well he takes his own arm yes because he like tried to stab her with his claws and it's stuck his his hand stuck in the tree and she's on that side with his spear and she's about to stab him and so he can get away he cuts his own arm off with his own shield which is a callback to when Her and her brother were tied up to the tree, and she was talking about how, like... And I'm smarter uh, than that. And it's also a tie back to Danny Glover stealing a Predator's arm and running away in Predator 2. Okay. <laughs> Only you guys knew. <laughs> I don't know, but now I want to see it. That makes me question, like, the biology of the Predator, like, race. Like, do you think that they could regrow grow limbs. back limbs? Yeah. Or, I, think so. I don't know. Maybe. Because, like, this dude is just... They have so, have some sort of regenerative thing because he takes so much punishment in this movie. He really well, does. we do see him doing that healing thing, but I don't know if that would apply to, like, a full limb. Yeah, regrowing bones is painful business, from what I understand. Yeah. Well, I mean, they are kind of, like, lizardy, and, like, lizards can regrow That's stuff, true. but... That is true. Uh, So while he's got the shield on her but can't quite cut through her, she reaches around and stabs him in the face. She rips she off rips a, a mandible. Thing. Yeah, she rips a mandible off and stabs him in the face. I was yeah. like, oh my God. Yep. It's so brutal. Like she just uses everything as a weapon. Yeah, yep. it's amazing. Well, and then the dog has her ax, so she manages to get it and it runs it to her, but she ends up using the rope to basically strangle him yeah. and pull him into the quicksand. And he forgets that she has his mask. Yeah. And so he's in the quicksand and he's going to try and fire at her. And she's basically like, come on, do it. Do it now. Because great call back to Arnold. Well, and this is where she gives the speech. Yep. This, this is as far as you go. No more. This is it. Yep. And he aims at her, but the he doesn't realize she has set up the mask facing him. And it fires at him, killing him and leaving him in basically that little bog. Mm-hmm. I love the length of time it takes from when he shoots it to when it hits him. Because it shoots it, like, because he's pointing his arm at her where right. the bolt's going to go out towards her. But because it's right. tied to that laser, it goes around the forest. And you hear it, like, cutting through trees and, like, limbs and stuff and, like, leaves. And then he, like, turns around and sees the lasers on his face. And he doesn't say anything, but you can sort of be like, fuck. Yep. He kind of gives, like, a or something. Yeah. Shit. But it, it, in my mind, that was him like, fuck, as it like shoots himself in the head. I love it. It was amazing. Well, and I love her victory cry after. Yeah. Amazing. So good. So yeah. good. <laughs> I also love how it takes her a minute before 
she does it because she's like, all right, but it, like, is he dead though? Is, is he dead for <laughs> yeah, sure? Yeah. yeah. And then she makes sure by cutting his fucking head off. Cutting his yeah, fucking head off. Yeah, she removes his head. Love it. Yep. Uh, so we cut to the next day back at her village where a young child has seen her further out and runs in to be like, she's coming. And she shows up with A, his blood painted on her, yeah. which is so fucking cool. But it's it's also a callback to when her brother comes back with the the cat because his blood. face is yeah. covered with hat blood at least. Yeah. So yeah. like I I loved it. I think it's so good. Well, and then she just tosses the head at their feet and says, "There's danger nearby. We need to go to higher ground." And yeah. you're just like, "Holy shit!" Um, yep. And then they I guess make her the war chief. The same thing they did to her brother when he came back with the cat. Oh, like her mom. Yes, I makes love the that. Executive yeah. decision. Yeah. yeah. Her yeah. mom's like, "Hey, um." She killed something much bigger than a cat. Do you want to like use your candy cane looking fur stick to make her the war chief? Well, also all the other hunters are dead. Yeah, that is also true. Like it's she might be the only option as well, but she is badass. She has proved herself to be very worthy of it, too. And that dude's like my knees hurting today. So whatever, whatever happens. happens. <laughs> I just love that. Like as that happens, they cut away to the young girl that yes. told them she was coming. Yeah. And yeah. there's like eye contact, almost a look of like, you could do this too. I love it. I love yeah. it so much Paige. And I thought the exact same thing. It's so, so cool. Yeah. Do you think that them putting the predator into like the quicksand stuff is like their way of attempting to like erase the predator from history? That way it's like humans continue to not know that these things exist, you know? Kind of like Terminator 2 in the like molten lava. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. otherwise you'd find these artifacts and they're like, Jesus Christ, this is like a net gun that cuts people in <laughs> so, pieces. Yeah. Here's my theory about all of that, which I think I think this is what will lead to Predator 2, is that I think this guy's dad or whoever dropped him off, they have to come back and get the technology if he's been killed. So I think that's right. what they're going to do. And then, like, oh. they, they end up getting the gun somehow with that. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, that's the end of it, right? Yeah, like, that's we're, the end. We're, it's, we're rolling credits. But did you guys watch, like, the picture book thing that happened yes. after the fact? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically, it, it just recaps the entire movie, but in, oh, like, okay. kind of like the, yeah, you know, cool. painting style of, an, an, you know, indigenous folk. And then at the end, it's like, I don't know, Paige, like three spaceships or some shit. Yeah. It, it looks like multiple predators are coming for them oh that's awesome and, and that's, that's the movie. movie yeah so i definitely think they're coming back to avenge his death and get the technology and then take the gun and give it to danny glover in the future oh right because like i don't know if you guys watched but at the end of predator there's a gun exchange it's the very same gun that the frenchman yeah, yeah awesome which is very cool yeah i didn't get that because i haven't seen the what i'm assuming is a amazing movie predator 2 it's amazing in the sense that it's like madness. You ever seen like they live? Yes. Yeah. The half hour fight between Keith David and Ro- Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. It's like it's like that where it's not like the most polished movie, but it's fucking fun. Yeah. Okay. I'm here for that, though. That sounds great. So having seen the movie, having talked about the movie, what did you guys think of Prey? Oh, loved it. Loved it. Fantastic. I stand by what I said. that This is not only the best Predator movie I've ever seen, but it's the best movie I've seen this year. Stand by it. I'm trying to think of what else came out this year that... Nope. Yeah, Nope would be the only one that I'm like, ah, maybe. I haven't seen Nope yet. Yeah. So I reserve the right to change that once we do Nope, which I think we're doing soon-ish. Yeah, next week. But I've also seen Top Gun this year. Every movie we've done for a horror version or Romance in the Pod... Loved it. And I, I think that if they ever do a theatrical run. Oh, I'm there. Then I am absolutely going to see it at least twice in theater. I would definitely go see it in theaters. I wish they had done a theatrical run because I think it would have done very, very well in the theaters. I think they will. We'll see. I, I do have some information 
for box office, but not a lot. But yeah. Paige, I think we should hit him with your fun facts first. Sure, huh? sure, sure. Well, hit us with your fun facts. Predator, Predator fun, fun facts. facts. So just briefly, because we just talked about it, the um, scenes at the end, the animated scenes, is actually made by Native American artists in hide art. So they're painted animal hides in period accurate style. Awesome. So I mentioned a little bit that this movie was in in pre-production for six years. So aside from directing a couple episodes of The Boys, Dan Trachtenberg literally has been working on this since 10 Cloverfield Lane. That movie came out like 2016. I loved Cloverfield Lane. It is a good, good movie. Yeah. Uh, But I mean, to be working on a movie this long makes sense when yeah. you see what the outcome of this movie is, like how good this movie is. That makes sense. Theoretically, Prey could exist in Tin Cloverfield Lane universe too. It could. It's just a bunch of predators that are attacking the world. Yeah. Hey, we don't know. Yeah. Who's to say? I'm here for that. Now, the reason I bring that up is because when they finally released the plot and the movie poster in 2020, 2021, uh, a lot of people pointed out that it was very similar to a fan film that was made called Warrior Predator uh, by a filmmaker named Chris R. I think it's Notarize is how you pronounce his last name, um, mm. about a 16th century Native American girl fighting predators. However, by the time that movie was made and came out, this had already been in production for four years. <laughs> so oh, wow. like, it is just a, a case of parallel thinking. I think of like the weirdest, most specific parallel thinking. Or someone had loose lips and that guy yeah, gleaned that the guy idea. Found out. Yeah, who knows? So everyone knew that Prey is a Predator movie, but that's not what he originally wanted. He wanted, like, ideally, he wanted people to get into the theater and sit through the movie before they realized it was a Predator movie. Oh, that reveal would have been amazing. That would have been amazing. (laughs) People would have lost their fucking minds. Oh, that's what I was able to do for my girlfriend. I know. Uh, I'm jealous. Like, that would have been amazing. A a business person would be like, that's a terrible idea. 100%. Well, no, because, like, you know, a lot of details were sparse about Tin Cloverfield Lane, you know, like. And the mm -hmm. buzz around that would be huge literally everyone would be talking about it the day that movie premiered yeah and what he wanted so here's here's the trailer he wanted to cut he wanted it to be her hunting and setting out to prove herself basically that was what the trailer was going to present as the story and then as she ends up in the woods she just looks up and sees the ship in the sky and trailer so cool that's it that's all we were going to see before this movie happened. Um, and the plan was to release that as a trailer along with 2018's The Predator. So I mentioned he didn't tell any of the actors until they kind of already had the parts and were, were showing up to work. <laughs> I just love the thought that they, they show up like 30 days into shooting this movie and then like they're like, Hey, why is there a dude cosplaying as like a really fucking badass predator? Oh, by the way, yep. this is a predator movie. Whoa, whoa, what? <laughs> whoa, 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 what? Uh, so Amber Midthunder, who plays Naru in the movie. She's amazing in this. She's amazing yeah. in it. And she basically has said in interviews, all that I knew was that it was a film about a young Comanche woman who wanted to be a hunter and that Dan Trachtenberg was directing it. So I signed on basically like, Yeah, sure. You're making a historical epic. I'm here for it. So that's how she signed on. And then afterwards found out it was a Predator movie. That's awesome. So So the Predator's mask, the like bone mask that he has. Yeah. Is supposed to be made from the skull of a river ghost from Predators from 2010. Oh. So it's another callback. So the dog in this movie, we didn't talk about it a ton in the episode. So if you didn't know, it is not a movie dog. It was adopted specifically for the movie. 
only two months before shooting. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah. The dog's real name is Coco. And the reason they did that is because she is a Carolina dog, a rare breed of wild dog that is known to have followed humans across the Bering Strait. So it would have been what? a dog that indigenous people would have been familiar with and would have had. Um, they wanted to cast a dog that would be period accurate. And Carolina dogs are specifically period accurate because they're direct descendants of those dogs. If they had picked other dogs, that would have indicated that they were dogs that came over from Europe and other places. And that would not have necessarily been period accurate for where they are at the time. That is awesome. Yeah. But also... Having a dog on set that's only been, yep. that hasn't had training. Like, that would yeah. be impossible. Yeah, that's why the dog runs away all the time. It's like my <laughs> dog. Yeah. <laughs> it legitimately did that during production. Yeah, no. it's just a, a random ass dog. But apparently they would like cheer whenever it got a take. They'd be like, yes. that was it. And they go, yay. Yeah, and that's cheer awesome. for, for Coco. I think there's that's also why the dog is gone for scenes sometimes where it was like, we can't get a take with this dog. Or the dog's never going to be able to do this. So we're just going to get what we can get. And then we'll explain how the dog came back later. Yeah. Could I add my own potential bullshit fun facts? Sure. Okay. So you said the river ghost. It's been a while since I've seen predators. I'm looking at the river ghost now and predators. I wonder if they made these guys to look like the original design for like the Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Orange predator. And then, and now it's like gone full circle, you know? Because they look like I'm, it. I'm looking at them now, and I think you're right. Because like the well, the original Jean Claude Van Damme Predator looks kind of like a lobster. <laughs> yeah, he's like a praying mantis or some shit. <laughs> yeah, but this does kind of look like that, honestly. Anywho, so Dane DeLagero, who plays the Predator in this movie, uh, is actually six foot nine, um, which Jesus. is actually yeah. About uh, five and a half inches shorter than Kevin Peter Hall, who played the original Predator, who was 7.25 inches. Or no, seven, I'm sorry, That's seven inches. That's a really tiny Predator. <laughs> no, seven feet, two and a half inches. Yeah, seven, 2.5. That's crazy big. Super tall. Um, now, as of August 9th, so a couple weeks ago, this is technically the highest rated Predator movie in the entire franchise, according to Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic. And... It is the all-time highest viewed premiere of any TV show or movie on Hulu ever. Yeah, I had that fact for box office, too, because yeah. it wasn't in theaters. But Yeah, and they do have ads on the very beginning of the movie, which means they are generating revenue from it yeah. Good. and whatever they paid to have it. So there are rumors that this might actually be the highest grossing Predator as well. Yeah, I, I did try to, like, I really tried to find how much Hulu paid for it. Yeah, there's no way to, to know. See, yeah, I just... They don't share that information. I really wish they did, but they just don't. This should have gotten a, a theater release. I really hope it does. I would love to see this in the theaters. Yeah. It would be amazing to see this in theaters. Yeah. The scene where the brother is fighting the predator sort of one-on-one-ish. She's around and yeah. sort of helping, but it's mainly the brother and the predator. And he's shooting arrows at it, running up to the predator, pulling the arrows back out and shooting them back into the predator. Yeah. I lost mm -hmm. my fucking mind. Imagine seeing that on the big screen. Like I, that, yeah. that yeah, whole fight scene cool. is choreographed so amazingly. I loved it so much. I'm betting because of the success of this movie that it might shake up the relationship between theatrical and SVOD yeah. releases, you know, because I feel like we'd gone back into on track with just like, OK, we're back in theater now, you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. I feel like this might switch that up a little bit because it was did so well. Yeah, I would say it's between this and Black Phone, 
which got uh, a release after that did really well. I think maybe you might see more people going that way, but like stuff like this, I want to see in the theater. This and Fresh. Both... I would have seen Fresh in the theater constantly. I, w- uh, yeah. I watched Fresh again the other day. It's I a fucking great love movie, that movie. Too. I, I'll never watch Fresh again because it fucked me up. But like, it is a great movie. And yeah. it's another Hulu release too, right? So like, yeah. Hulu needs to like. Well, actually, no, that was it was Disney Plus, And then it got moved to Hulu because it oh, was that's the right. first R-rated Disney Plus, And people were a little iffy about that. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. And those are your fun facts. Well, thank you for those fun facts, Paige. Let's talk a little bit about box office. And all I really have is the production budget. So do you want to take a guess as to what the production budget for Prey was? I'm going to say last year. I don't know when they shot it, but it was probably within the last two or three years. I'm going to put this around 40. Okay. And I think that's cheap for what ends up on the screen because okay. it looks amazing, but I think it's probably 40 or less. It absolutely does look amazing. What do you guys think? Uh, 65. Okay. Mikey, what do you think? I'm going to say 30. All right. Blaine is exactly right. It was $65 oh. million. Wow. I mean, hey, it looks good for 65. It even. looks like, really good. Yeah. My logic is that there's a lot of visual effects. Yeah. It was filmed partially during COVID and that would impact it. Yeah. And man, there are just like, there is some crazy practical stuff that could not have been cheap. That Predator yeah. outfit looks insane. It does. I'm just excited too because like I feel like a lot of people are going back. Like there's a Fletch movie coming out. There's a new Beverly yep. Hills with Cop movie going out. We're going back and we're like retreading all the stuff from the 80s and like some of its hits. A lot of them, Netflix, are misses because they're going through and just seeing what IP they can garble up and then just right. churn some shit out. But like anytime that that happens, it generates new excitement in a franchise. And I'm so glad that Predator is like very much in the spotlight in like pop culture again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. that means we're going to get more and I'm all about it. I'm, I want more Predator and I want more Alien. Oh, I want more I would Alien. love more Alien. I love more Alien. That's one of my favorite franchises. I would really yeah, love dude. that the team who made this movie made the next one too, though. Like, yeah. Because they did such a great job with this. I think he set it up to make a sequel to this. I'm going for it. I'd love that. I'd watch that. Or a prequel or just do Samurais or something. Samurais like, would be fucking dope, man. I would love to see Predators other places, yeah. Yeah, it's just going to be so hard, though, because like, I don't, this is a great great formula that could work but like they treated this with such reverence yes, to yeah. you know the comanche tribe like it might be hard for them to, to put that much love into something else like that yeah oh i probably should say and that's your box office so mikey do you want to hit him with that scary scale yeah scary scale listeners a scale of one to ten how scary we found the film when we watched it today our one example is ghostbusters and our 10 example is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm going to go to Blaine first. Scary scale? I don't know, man. Predator has always strayed the line between action and horror so, and scaries. So I'd say like five, six. Sorry, six. That's pretty All high, right. Blaine. That is pretty high. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Paige, what are you going to give it? I was going to go with a one. Uh, but that, <laughs> yeah. just me. but that, again, it's not quality. It's just scary. I think I was too okay. excited. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I love how Mikey set Blaine up to fail with that. He was like, someone who's not super familiar with, only done this once before, I'm going to make you go first. <laughs> you fucking loser. I would consider <laughs> Evil Dead 2 a 10 really quick, just to establish my metrics. Really? <laughs> Evil Dead 2 fucked me, or maybe Evil Dead 1. They, it messed me up. But anyways. Interesting. I don't know. I, I, I treat it as, how would I watch it as a child? And it would be very scary. Yes. Mm. 
the, the action stuff would not would have you know not have uh, hit me in the same way. I think for me, it's just so fun yeah. Yeah. and so exciting that like once the predator starts fucking people up, I'm like, I'm not scared. I'm just seeing what how else he's going to kill people. It's going to be great. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like a two or it's a three. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Unfortunately, you'll no longer be back. Okay. <laughs> Hereditary is like an eight. Hereditary <laughs> is still the scariest movie I've ever seen, but I'm giving this one a two because okay. it's not very scary. There, There is like one or two jumpy moments that sort of made me sort of start, but like it's not, it's not scary. It's much more action than scary i also give it a one so yeah. all right <laughs> that's our scary scale yeah so blaine thank you so much for joining us uh, on our prey episode sort of reprising your uh residency as our predator expert you're our favorite predator <laughs> have me back if you guys do any more predator terminator or alien I will be, I will rejoin you for any of those. Yay. I love I love alien stuff. All right. Awesome. Goodbye. So this week you guys made me watch Prey. What are we watching next week? Next week we are watching Jordan Peele's Nope. Oh, so we are jumping into it immediately. Awesome. We are jumping into it immediately. So your homework for next week is to, I think you can rent it on demand right now, but I think it's also still in a lot of theaters. Let me double check because I know we okay. were waiting on an on-demand date. It is It is on demand. I know it. I thought I saw an article about it. I'm not 100% sure though, Paige. Yeah, it's it's available on demand. Awesome. So yeah. I would go see it in a theater if you get the chance though. Yeah, I think it's still in theaters too. So I think that's what I'm going to try and do as well. So your homework for next week is to... Watch Nope, whether you run it on demand or go to the theater, and then check back for that awesome episode. So, Mikey, do you have a review for us to read? No. So, while Mikey's looking up a review, let me tell you how you can have your review read on the podcast, and that is to leave us a five-star text review, and we'll have Mikey read it for you. So, Mikey, whose review are you going to read this week? I'm going to read Millam... Milla Mildog. Well, what does Milla Mildog have to say? It says, my favorite horror movie podcast. Oh, why, thank you. The three hosts are super funny. I love to hear their opinions on different movies they watch. Very succinct review. Very sums up the podcast. Yeah. Five stars. Love it. Well, Milla Mildog, thank you so much for that awesome five-star review. And if you want to have your review read by Mikey on the podcast, leave us a five-star review. So, guys, if you like this show but want to hear this power thruple on another movie review show about romance and romantic comedies, check out Romancing the Pod, where Mikey, Paige, and I break down and make fun of romantic movies. It's a lot of fun, guys. Check it out. If you want to follow us on social, please do. We are at Horror Virgin or online at HorrorVirgin.com. If you want to follow us all individually, you can do that as well. Paige is at Paige Wesley on Twitter or Rampage Wesley everywhere else, including TikTok. Mikey is at mrandolph24 and I am at Todd J. Awesome. If you like the show so much and you want to help financially support it, please do by going to patreon.com slash horrorvirgin where you can get a lot of great levels and a lot of great stuff like bonus episodes, director's cut episodes where they're a little bit longer and you get them actually a day earlier mm-hmm. than the mm-hmm. regular feed drop. We do a lot of great things like listener requests and stuff like that. So guys, check out yeah. the Patreon and help support the show. If you want to financially support me but not Todd just look me up on Venmo if you can't financially support the show that's understandable that's fine but if you want to hang out with us on the daily join the Facebook group uh, at facebook.com slash group slash virgin. we also link it like once a week so just find it there and join the awesome Facebook group literally we're in there talking every day it's awesome and guys we got a P.O. box so if you want to send us some love letters or whatever you might send to a P.O. box it's actually not a P.O. box it's like a regular street address it's pretty awesome it's 6688 Nolensville Road, number 108-34, Brentwood, Tennessee, 37027. So send us some stuff. Yeah.
And if you want to check out our Twitch stream, we're at twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, where we will be playing horror video games. So if you have always wondered what it would be like to watch me get scared, you can now do that on Twitch while I play these horror games. It's twitch.tv slash Todd Awesome, guys. Check it out. It's a lot of fun for you. Not a lot of fun for me. This episode was brought to you by Tia, and Tia's teenager is always getting in trouble. So how is Tia's teenager driving her crazy this week? She doesn't want to do any of the gathering. Just wants to go hunting. I hope she doesn't get eaten by a big cat. Ugh, or by a predator. Yep. Predators. This episode also brought to you by Jeff, and Jeff wants you to check out his podcast, Kissing Jessica Jones, where each week they break down a new episode of the Jessica Jones, Agent Carter, and WandaVision Netflix Disney Plus TV show. So if you want to break down podcasts of any of those shows, check out Kissing Jessica Jones. This episode also brought to you by... Jonathan and Jonathan wants you to check out this spooky spider video that I am going to share with you right now. Uh, are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. Let me share my screen so you can see this spooky spider video brought to you by Jonathan. Oh, he's got a spider in his mouth. Oh, no. He's got other things in his mouth. No. Oh, he had a spider in his mouth and has like, Ugh. why oh, did you God. do this? Oh, oh, there's frogs. Bro, you're going to hallucinate. Fuck, I was not ready for that. Oh, no. Okay, I get people that love spiders. That's fine. But don't love a spider so much you let it, like, crawl into your mouth. Nah, he's, like, one step from Tiger King, but with spiders. Oof, magoof. He's never going to financially recover from that, Mikey. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Jonathan, thank you so much for that awesome spooky spider video and so much for the support. Mm-hmm. We now return you to another episode of uh, the, the Patreonicals. Okay. The timeline is really messed up. It is. I wonder whose fault that is. So <laughs> what's happened now is that the time machine didn't work. Uh-oh. They're all in the dinosaur times. What? They went back in time? They're stuck in dinosaur times. Somebody give me Huey Lewis. And the news. Cody set up his pawn shop, though, and it's like going really well for him. He gets all like the cool food and stuff. They like trade for stuff. So uh, him and Boezy like open this pawn shop. Boezy does like weird stuff, like 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 wrangles a raptor and stuff like that, and brings it back to the pawn shop. So they have okay. Like, okay. They've recreated Dinotopia as a town here. <laughs> Isaac and Karun run in, and they they're talking to Cody, and they're like, "Hey, what what do you got to like hunt and kill stuff in the?" Since we're stuck in the dinosaur times. And he's like, here, take this uh, spear. It'll be one or two mushrooms. And they're like, oh, good. We have mushrooms. And so they gave the mushrooms. They took the spear. So that's their storyline is mundane. But like everybody loves the mundane details of Dinotopia. Yeah. Kate uh, is building huts with her mind powers. And Amy is uh, with dress school. And they are trying to make a water purifier machine out of materials in the old times and uh not not doing good with it (laughs) okay it would probably be difficult to make all that before like industrialization yeah anyway scott man of the thing he goes and hunts dinosaurs by punching them they come and bring it back on a giant spit like on flintstones yeah yeah danielle and aaron and libby the mun people have made like a little mun cabin little monster oh okay okay yeah yeah and they have dozens of little mun kids that actually came back in time with them that were birthed by Wes uh, after he oh, he was still impregnated when they traveled back in time. So he had some. He was the first person to give birth in the in the olden times, uh, which is fun. So they are raising those children. Sometimes when they're lucky, shining donut grows big and 
they pinch off pieces of donut to live on. That's what they lived on first when they built the city. I honestly thought they would just live off eating Dave, but that's mu- a much better option. Sure, sure, well, sure. Donuts sound amazing, right? Yeah, now. yeah. Shining Donut will sometimes occasionally kick on that hot and fresh donut sign, and that's when people come over and pick pieces off and eat them. How they put fires out is he shoots custards out of his <laughs> donut parts. As long as it's not glaze, it's fine. He's like, oh no, there's a fire. Someone grab my hose. <laughs> Speaking of Dave, he actually does play a role <laughs> in this society. He is tied, chained up like the goat from Jurassic Park to lure dinosaurs in for them to hunt and kill. Honestly, not a bad. that's not a bad job for someone who's immortal and can come back from the dead. Yeah. Kaylee and Jennifer still in a thruple with Shining Donut, and so they eat the best. Out of everyone there, just different, <laughs> just different donut kinds. But they also dress like um, the two women from the Flintstones. Oh, I'm here for this. I, that was just a detail I wanted to put in. Uh, Allie is a mermaid, and they're actually not by water. Uh, they're by like a stream, so that every now and then somebody would get a bucket and like pour water over her. It's very <laughs> annoying. I just figured that if she was out of the water, her fin would become a le- like legs, like in Splash. Yeah, but they don't like, they're like still mad at her for impregnating their friends. So they keep throwing water to like, she's like walking down the <laughs> village and like they throw water on her and she turns into a fin and falls down and hits her head. It's the best. Part. That's rude. You guys might be nicer to Allie. She's sweet. <laughs> uh, Nathan, the professional wrestler. Oh, yeah, brother. He's taking up blacksmithing with Jeremy Laser Eyes and like he <laughs> like heats up the metal and then like he beats it and it's like, I don't know, weirdly sexual. I don't know if they have a thing going on or not. So. Like, stay tuned or whatever. I guess we will have to stay tuned, yeah. But, like, they're like, we're stuck in the olden times. What do we do? And that's the cliffhanger. Well, I guess we'll find out exactly what they do on next week's episode of uh, The The Patreonicals. That's going to be it for us, you guys. I'm Paige. I'm Mikey. And I'm your horror virgin, Todd. Keep it oogie spooky. Yeah. Have an amazing week. Bye! Overcoming expectation nerds.